Are we ready? Are we ready? Ready? Yes! Darling, they've never said the size podcast was too much. Welcome to another episode of two black people yelling about black music, being black, being loud, and being upset. We be over it. Welcome to a new episode. Why y'all kept it from me for so long? Sorry, it's literally the best thing on TV. Like, oh, it is. no, remember when your friend was like, Do y'all watch Pose? And I was like, Sorry, I watch Ballroom Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it would then come off as being shady, but I just feel I don't think though. he knew what there was, so it's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't trying to be shady, but I just, you know, give my, my support to black people, black business. I'm dead. Support black business. And there's businesses. no shade, Ryan Murphy. Pose but, is a good show, though. But you're no Vicky Gotti, oh. you're no Ballroom Throwbacks. It's. I'm at odds. Well, listen, ballroom throwbacks. Me and Corey have been watching that since like 2011, so something to trust in. Something to in. <laughs> but it's not like new installments of it, is it? All the time. Oh, so those people really be acting crazy like that on they a regular go basis. They go over the East Coast like every weekend, going to balls. <laughs> and they even have like a spinoff of like all the Kiki balls too. Like what? Clock in. <laughs> I'm still over it because. And then there's the there's the Luna show, child. You got mad content you missing out on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to do my research and do my Googles. Vicky Gotti. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Angel Revlon telling everybody they need to um, moan fiercely. I mean, not no. <laughs> she said, just sit down, read, read your, your manuals, manuals moan, moan fiercely. <laughs> because you are a woman, aren't you? Heart blink, heart blink. <laughs> 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 Funny. Ooh. What a city to be from. Thanks, Jackie. Uh, Having the, for, the foresight to birth me in that not, magical place. Not the foresight. Go away. I love foresight. Oh my God, speaking of Philadelphia, tell me what we did on Saturday. Uh, Jill. Whew. So, should we speak extensively about um, about Boys to Men and Joe Scott's like performances? So, my whole thing is this. I didn't know that Juan Ye was such a showman like that. He was doing backflips on stage. A crazy person. And then... <laughs> It's like a point in their show. By the way. Does it's a point in their show where he basically is going off and they stop him. Like it's part of the routine. The act. 
Like they they wanna they got their Vegas review together. Exactly. So, so now they're just taking that on the road. If any of y'all go to Vegas, y'all can go see Boys to Men. And I think my favorite part was finding out that um that Sean and Nate, who I ain't nobody was on ten like that. He the only body in the group now. I mean, who knew? Right. Um, when they started playing instruments, who knew the electric that they bass. was out here giving an electric guitar? Yes, and was doing covers of like Lenny Kravitz and all the things. Right, with Wanye spinning on his head in the middle of the stage. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> but that he looked like great. a donut, but I love him. <laughs> and they all white. I still need him and Brandy to reconcile whatever their differences are and sing "Broken Hearted" the remix. In their adult voices. Because, wow. It's needed. It is. Unnecessary. Everybody need to just come back and do what they were supposed to do at, the, at first. No. But Brandy's a crazy person, so. So is Wanya. Did you see him? I said he was spinning on his head. I mean, but she's an actual crazy person. like Certifiable. Like, put her in a padded room with a mic. <laughs> <laughs> and the best album of all time will come out. Absolutely. She needs a straight jacket, Sonya. That shake and go wig. <laughs> Sonya, <laughs> Sonya Norwood and that wig is kind of like the wig that Mona used to wear before she got rich from Love and Hip Hop. Remember when Mona was oh, violating When she was still big. And she always wore that blonde bohemian wig just like Sonya Norwood. Speaking of Mona, we homaged her on the last episode. Did, you need to go so back y'all and didn't check it out. Make sure you go listen about the teams that you need to know about. Because we support black people and black business. <laughs> so now let's swab it to Jill. <laughs> Oh, Jill prettier than everybody. Is one. And just got out of a breakup. And I can't tell whether she was acting when she was getting emotional or... Because you know she could act. Or can. if she was really like pointing out the guy that she was talking about in the audience. Because I was like, is Lazelle in the audience? What is going on? In E-flat. Was he? <laughs> I don't or know. Was she talking about her baby father? I mean, it's just so many... I don't know. Because she's been married twice, so that's already two niggas that she could have been talking and about. And then her baby father is number three. And then her baby father is number three. And like two of them, two out of the three are from Philly, so they was bound to be in the building. Hello? Look, you Damn. never know. But yeah, Jill was doing all the hits. She even did Watching Me. Like, come on. Ooh. No, the way that she goes in and out of those songs with that band in the middle of her living room, because she decorates the <laughs> stage to look like it's a house. It's a mural in the background. It was two chandeliers hanging. She had a Persian rug and no shoes on. It was cute. With, but, with, with pillar candles all over. Oh, lit. Like, when the lights was out, that's all you saw. But she also could have recorded a live album that night because she did everything I needed her to do. If she would have added in a couple more hitting, like, cuts, like, deep cuts, I would have been fine. I still be over, though, when she be acting like Zane and be talking about coming and blowjobs and all the carry-ins on. It don't bother me. But I also, <laughs> <laughs> I also get into when she be cussing the stuff on stage. Because it be funny. And it be true. She don't never say nothing wrong. She don't lie. Yeah, she's like the Nini of Neo Soul. Oh, my God. Nene can say whatever she wants. People can have all her gripes that they want to have with her. She be right. Do. And even if, if she's not right, why she's wrong makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Like, she be wrong with dignity. <laughs> <laughs> like, if she's wrong, I understand where it's coming from that she think that she right. Come on, wrong with dignity. I love Nene. I love dignity. Um, yeah, and so yeah. Muse also said something that personally shook my table and I've been really reconciling, wrestling with ever Uh-oh. since he said it. But so y'all know Jill Scott be doing her like rap, poetry, oh, song thing. And Muse was like, this is what Janelle Monae thinks she's doing. And I died. <laughs> because it's not even like being shady, but I think that she really think that it sounds like that. But yeah. like, don't. 
And not even offer I want to be like Jill Scott, but I think that she thinks it sounds, it comes across in the same way. Right. And like, doesn't? It's just because of the content. Jill Scott tells stories and like real life happenings and all of that in her music. Right. Janelle just be putting a whole bunch of like woke words together. Uh, and they rhyme. And I think that it's good. It just don't mean anything right. to me. Because I was watching, or, I liked that video last night, which, by the way, pretty. Oh. We going to, like, but, admonish the name of pretty the entire show because Janelle Monae is the face. Yeah, the face of the girl in the picture. <laughs> um, But when she was on her little poetry thing, it was like, oh, you used to make fun of me in middle school or something. I was like, girl... It's just you've so, been pretty your whole life, you know. Let's be hey. Because we literally have known you since she was seven. Well, we been in her presence right. since she was like 17. Right. And you took exactly the same. Like you was pretty out your whole life. Right. I don't even know how old she is now because mama could be any age. Could. I, aside from the fact that it's weird that she's doing that, it don't always fit the song. Like it don't always be needing it. I like, I like that before that part. <laughs> you know, that's the only song in the album that sounds like a song song, if that make any sense to me. Right. Like to make sense to you. So with that being what's on the radio, they could have took that part out. Oh, they played on the radio? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I like that as, like, the main single, I, I feel like. But you know, in these days and times, just because it's your main single don't mean the radio is playing it. Well, that's because they do what they want. Yeah. But I think that like with the... Little Uzi, Little Uzi, Little Uzi, But with the, like, <laughs> Kaya, <laughs> with the, like, phenom of XM and then playing literally whatever the fuck yeah, they, they want. Play whatever they I want. think AM and FM got shook and was just like, oh, we need to start doing this too. Oh, because they play um, Best Part on the old head station at home now. Do. And they, and I was wondering how Jackie knew who her was. They played. Because uh, she brought her up like, y'all heard of her? And then he was like, like she was putting us on. That's Muse Fave. Oh, we also need to talk about the Walls children because we had a whole praise break before we even got to the concert. Sure did. Real quick. Them four throats are golden. <laughs> like, if you ever need a word, just put on a wall song. And they got that song with Brandy. Hmm. Five throats. Got on my mind. <laughs> Hit music. What, what we was listening to in the call? Satisfy Me? Satisfied. That song, that's the song that you always sing to Fantasia. Love it. Fantasia was on her knees the entire performance. Couldn't handle. Weak. I couldn't handle it either. I got it. I understood it. Hmm. Your mom brought up a good point about Fantasia, too, when we were talking about how the people who know her from American Idol, like, I don't see how she got to where she is from a music standpoint. Like, the community loves Fantasia. She never gonna not be booked. She never gonna not have a show. Like, she literally performs and be working. But I don't see... I need to know the in-between because it wasn't given that from American Idol. She wasn't this girl that she is now. I think the legends, like, co-signed her, and that did it. Patty said she's the only person that can sing in music. Okay, that's really all it took. That makes sense. I'm done. Patty literally went on Queen Latifah's show, and Queen Latifah was like, who you think can sing? Who are the young girls that you think are coming behind you? And she said, and Patty said, Christina Aguilera and Fantasia. I wonder why she did that. Well, and huh. then she was like, it's on, and it's only them. She literally said that. Well, you like know, that. Patty is a shade monster. Is. <laughs> Come on, shade monster. <laughs> She don't do nothing but shade people. Speaking of fucking shade, this rollout for the Tiana Taylor album. So we are we doing our grind up? Our we, grind up we may now? as well light the people up. Like we may as well get it crack a lack in, cause the world is wait, mad. Wait, before we do that, let's do our last little hot topic: the Carter's album. Oh yeah, cause I was jumping the gun, and but I'm ready. Was <laughs> you may as well start this one up because you finally like an Beyonce album again. 
Wow, so this is Beyonce's greatest album <laughs> ever made. Um, in the in the ter- in the words of the natural hair community, this is her love letter to um badass bitches that sing their lower register. <laughs> Y'all stay swearing, Beyonce be writing love letters, showing writing them, them joints to nobody but herself, right? Her husband and them kids and and that one child. Oh yeah, <laughs> and blue. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> exactly. The, the, the picture of the three of them, and it's a new picture too. Like it just came out within the past three days. And it's a picture of Blue, J, and B. And they stand in front of this like boat scene or whatever. And it's like, um, or three, say what, twins? <laughs> <laughs> not one, two, three. What, twins? <laughs> she is not showing them again. They gave us footage on the, on the run and that's it. And they're cute. They too. are cute. And she's right. In the, in I love a little light chub baby. I mean, skinny babies are actually like, wait, I'm confused. I don't like it. I think it's a little. I have concerns. I no, seriously, we all should. I feel like that's not if right. Yeah, baby, not fat. Then what's the point? Oh, that was the point. I love fat babies. Most and people I don't do. Even like kids. So. Oh shit. I mean, fair. Me neither. <laughs> not no, but <laughs> I get it. What, twins? Babies are fine. <laughs> Babies are fine. It's when they get between the ages of like seven and twelve that oh, I just want to lock them see, away. See, that's what I like because they can talk. You can lock them up in the in the room if you need them to. Like Mm-mm. they, like you know, like Mm-mm. you can yell and you can punch them in the chest, stuff like that. No, I but think when it's because I'm the oldest. And be being over. bad, it's like I can't, like you know, really. You can't do make, so much. I can't make you go outside and fist fight me. <laughs> After a certain time, black moms do be ready to like just steal off on their kids. Will, especially <laughs> if she only got sons. Like, are we kidding? I mean, fair. My mom. Moms that only got sons be ready to knuckle up and don't care. I was a really good child, but, like, if I was to talk back after the age of 13 or anything like that, stolen the chest like a man. <laughs> and, it's no, and my mom really do fight like a man. She used to beat girls up at the go-go if they tried to talk to my father. <laughs> And it's not. Oh, a game. by the way, we visited your dad. We lit some candles under your dad's picture at the uh, at the Black Sony yesterday. <laughs> not some candles. Uh, our old, our past co-host, the Qua, <laughs> he was like, he was like real talk. You know, how he talk all stuff. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like real talk. Ask ask Muse if his dad still got them leather pants stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think that them he pants said, was Where on loan. Rare Essence had like the rented them outfits. I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> I don't. None of them got them pants no more. Well, Kawhi was trying to slide his thighs up in a pair. Uh, <laughs> them, them if that was the case, I would have them. The fact, you know, I get into a leather set. Thighs of D. Not thighs of D. Back to the Carters. So, like, y'all know I be at Isaac Beyonce because she never sing how I want her to sing. Um, that lady has a lower register that she don't be using, and I feel like when you don't use your gifts, like God's going to <laughs> and she must have been up in her word and saw that and said, "Oh," or she was reading our group text, seeing me drag her to high heavens about it, <laughs> and was like, "Let me stop getting dragged in the R.B. Scalarza chat." We've been talking about her a lot recently because you're coming around. But <laughs> at the same time, I think that she is listening to us. And by us, I just mean fans at large. I don't feel like her. I feel like her fans just take anything. And as fans with dignity. I mean, her objective fans who like uh, don't only like B-Day. Because I, I know people who only like Beyonce fan songs. It's like, you're not a real fan of any artist if you only like a certain sound of theirs. To be fair, that's how I kind of am with Jodeci. Like, I, I, I'm still they got kinda- more than one sound? I'm, yes, they got mad fast songs, but don't nobody know them because don't nobody want to hear them. Everybody want to hear them. Oh, screaming. no. They got I know a that, bunch but they, of, 
They be screaming on those too. It's still no, like, not like how they. You know, it's not the same give. Like I don't want to be um doing the hammer to no Jodeci. I'm dead. I don't want to be doing the hammer to no fucking body. Uh, what? It's a workout. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Carters. So again, I mean, honestly, the reason I've really been at Eyes of Beyonce is because I don't feel like she's making the music that she should be making at this point in her career. Like, if you're supposed, if you're the like biggest music artist of all time, like you should be leading and creating sounds, and you should be light years ahead of everybody else that's doing music. And I feel like Beyonce has not been ahead of the curve, like really, like lyrically, production-wise, like she just really just kind of been behind. And so that's why I have been consistently at odds. So it's like you're not using the throat that I require. You're not like pushing like the sound of music forward. But on this album, first of all, that she's literally turned into um, Layla Hathaway. <laughs> like she owes Tiffany Boucher a check because she's in her lower register and is so good. Like I literally need the ringtones so I can have uh, the part where she goes to her register singing "Bum Whores." Yeah, Bum Whores. <laughs> like what? She be singing me down the street. My whole thing about it is Beyonce is listening, though, because like you said, well, no, real quick, I think that your gripe with Beyonce is a lot of people who don't like the Carter's album gripe with the whole album. They feel like it's Beyonce and Jay-Z testing their testing they hand at what music sounds like right now. And I don't think I, so. I get that. I think that I understand what they mean by that. Cause I was kind of when I when Ape Shit first came out and I didn't know that it was a Migos song that they were like, hey, here's a couple hundred dollars, let us get your little let's ying 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 on your song. Right. Before I knew that, I was kind of like, oh my god, these old people are trying to be useful. I can't shut up. But then I heard I heard the Migos demo and I was like, first of all, they should have Migos on there because Migos and Beyonce would have. Ew, Beyonce delivers forth. Offset's part as if so she is the fourth good. Migo. Beyonce is the fourth Migo. She the best She's rapper the best out. Best rapper in the family. Like, like what? And I've been saying that. Have I not been saying you have for been a saying, smooth but decade that I want her to rap all the time? That's why I said I think that Beyonce is finally listening to her objective fans because she is putting to use what made us fall in love with telephone and video phone and all of those songs where she was presenting that. I'm a rap girl too. <laughs> that she attitude. She has the bravado of a rapper. She does. And it's like Jay-Z and Beyonce trade places in certain instances. When Beyonce first like started talking to Jay-Z, it was evident because there was a gumption within her musically that wasn't there before while she was in Destiny's Child. And whether we knew it or not, it came from him. Same thing on the other side. Jay-Z has a softer side in his music now right. that comes from the fact that he be doing her dirty. So it's like uh, he literally I wish feels I could see the way my a, face. Yeah, I her was, jaw dropped. It's I didn't think it was going to go there. Well, I thought he was going to say because now he's settled down and he's elderly. But. Yeah, that too. But we also found out that it took him until he was 50 to learn that cheating is bad. Which That's still going to be... I also want to beat him up behind, but... He's going to be on my shit list for that for a while. Not my nigga, not my problem. Amen. Look, there you go. Sad. Because that's like a real word. Wow. Hmm. But at the same time. Shout out to Ashley Smith. My big sister from Clark Atlanta. She taught me that in um, my sophomore year. Write not it your down. nigga, not your problem. Write it down. Put it on a post-it. <laughs> Be Bear Mary Jane. Get Jackie to make a shirt. <laughs> Speaking of, we do need to talk to her because we might have merch coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> and it's no shit. If y'all need merch, my mom makes shirts. She is the queen. Jackie don't play. She got that machine downstairs and she will press because <laughs> Stephanie and her took pictures at homecoming. They had shirts next day. Like, how did you do that? 
<laughs> sitting on Clark Atlanta Lawn. No, you're not supposed to sit there. That is foreboding. Well, they let us because it was our 10-year anniversary. I guess. And so they were all like, oh, you you brought your mom. That's cute. They made allowances. People really think that that grass is cursed. Ooh. Well, you know that that's Ty Dolla Sign. Huh? You know that that's Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, so Ty Dolla Sign is busy in books. And I feel as though he <laughs> needs a lozenge on most of these features. All right. But I... That, he sound like Jeezy. <laughs> My irritation with Ty Dolla Sign stems from the fact that he can actually sing. And when that news came out about him being the fourth member of Immature, or no, because it was four, but the fifth member of Immature at one point, or he was supposed to replace the, the Asian guy, whatever the case may be, I don't know the logistics, that would have been lit. I would have looked at him as a completely different artist and wow at him being the most famous one from that time now. But then remember that he also had his Neo Soul era where he was singing background on all the Sarah albums. Him Fair. and Bilal was screaming on songs together. Which is so strange because he's lived a thousand lives. Has. And, you and know people how didn't even know. And you know how I live about, feel about people who change their gifts. Look. Because so, we need to know what the truth is. What is the truth? Is it Uchi Wiley? Is it what Mike? I understand containing multitudes, but <laughs> like, your give has to be consistent. Does. But, um, and Beyonce's give has been consistent and it's finally not consistent. And I'm very happy about that. I love the song with Pharrell. Love hell the song nah, with Pharrell. Hell nah, hell nah. Pharrell not letting you get a beat if he not in the song. Though. <laughs> Let me just say that first and foremost. Pharrell be having stuff to say. Do. And I do like how he slides on there. It's not, it don't bother me. Because can't nobody ride a Pharrell beat better than Pharrell. Well, the clips, but. Ah. The only other person that can ride a Pharrell beat better than Pharrell is Pharrell. Like, I mean, Khalees does her thing on it. I'm so as far from a rapping and talking oh, okay. perspective. Yeah, because he do it for him. Hell no, hell no. I wonder if Pharrell's Five Mu Alpha. He probably is. Well, he did grow up like Epistolic, which is the same thing as being Five Mu Alpha. So, <laughs> hey, Corey, shout out to Corey. Shout out to Gregory. The people saying, shout out to, um, what's his name? Ruben Stuttert. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that Luther, that, um, that, uh, Ruben Stuttert St. Luther concert, everything. That's a thing. Me, he put out an album doing all Luther covers. He think he Jaheim. Me and Jackie went, it was everything. You and Jackie really be going to all the concerts. I need her to put me on speed dial from a concert perspective. Listen, you know, Jackie, give her your number, she'll call you. I should get my number, I sent her them pictures at the concert. Um, maybe she ain't save it, but. Oops. She also be on Evan's, she on Evan mailing list, so she'll forward me all the Evan emails. Oh. I'll be like, girl, I'm on the mailing list too. <laughs> Double the trouble. She be like, well, I ain't want you to miss it. <laughs> I also feel as though for the Carter's album that it was really more Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Everybody keeps saying that, and I think that they did a good job of splitting it up. But I feel as though I think her parts are more impactful. Like, it's just like Watch yes, the Throne. Like, yes, yes. Ye went off on Watch the Throne and Jay-Z was kind of hanging out and had a couple of, like, bright moments. But I still haven't listened to the album enough to really find Jay-Z's bright moments outside of when they was going back and forth, like, Styles P and Jada Kiss, which I loved. Loved. Especially because it gave you a peek into the, the relationship stuff because, like, they was being playful with Well, you know, I was kind of also ignoring the lyrics because Yikes. I don't want to know any more of their business. <laughs> I just don't want to be in people's business no more. Do you not? Not not them. Like, okay. I don't want to be in married people business. Like, if you, like, you know, y'all just having, and you on media takeout, or not media takeout, you on... Do that still shade, exist? I don't know. And you on, like, shade room or something, and it's like, okay, that's fun to, like, giggle at. Right. But, like, people that's married with kids, I don't like knowing your business. Yeah, because, like, it could change your opinion of them. 
Not even that. It's just like that's for I don't. Your kids don't need to be seeing what y'all be going through, and that don't need to be like out. Well, in the Blue street. obviously don't be wanting to see nothing because she covered those eyes at those concerts every time that the naked part comes. She's fed up with her parents. She is, and I mean I understand. Like parents <laughs> are a try. <laughs> parents are a real life try. Like I, Blue, I get it. Like. The veneers have fallen off. She don't see it. She, uh, she's like, these people embarrass me. Like, I can't. I honestly think that Blue run that household, though, so I'm not upset. I mean, do you remember when she was, like, re and Beyonce at the at the basketball game? <laughs> I was like, oh, this little girl be really in that house. Like, you, the memes really stress me out from a Beyonce and Blue perspective. Because I told you how when they announced the LeBron shit and he going to the Lakers, they had the meme and it was her smiling at the camera and blue looking at her like mommy we had another lakers game and she's like hush baby <laughs> that is so funny i saw one that had a picture of like lebron was like kissing her cheek at a game and it was like hashtag love wins <laughs> <laughs> it's so many memes it's another one where it's got uh the guy from the office it's like all three of the guys from the office and they holding up fake guns and it's like beyonce rihanna and lebron wife at the lakers game <laughs> <laughs> right, because remember when Rihanna put his number on her stomach? <laughs> Rihanna's crazy. And was unbothered. They she need was, to just sit as a trio. She like Savannah. They're his biggest fans. And this was before Savannah was like beat and stuff, so it was really just like, girl. Speaking of beat, this is how I know your mama drag queen. Remember when? Is <laughs> remember when Wanye mom came up and they were singing uh, song for mama, and I was like, wow, his mom is pretty, and she whispered over to me, and she was like, Dad, what pain to do for you? <laughs> I said, Jackie, <laughs> that's what painter do for you? That's a hashtag. Listen, is. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I was really raised by a bunch of drag queens. You are like a pack of wolves, but a pack of drags. Listen, oh my God, somebody on Twitter today, and I hate, I love when hate love, when I be thinking something, but I really can't get my, like, my, my, tw like, my Twitter joke together to, like, really, <laughs> like, hit the way I want it to because I am a low-key comedian and I want to, like, be good at my craft. A queen of comedy. Hello, Monique call me. Um, <laughs> she deserves a call. But anyway, somebody had tweeted today. It was like, if um, all BGC means to you is um, Bad Girls Club, you are too young for me. Yikes! And I died because I definitely used to be um, helping my friends with little profiles on Black Gay Chat. Good night. I I've literally been like you, like a girl, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I in high school? Like, going through my friends' Adam for Adam like pages. Because like, you're Hagatha. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Yikes. I can't. So, I never had none of them accounts. I probably ass. was I probably was missing out on something, but whatever. But you was also much younger and I feel like it wasn't given that by the time I'm like, from DC. My friends all had accounts. Oh. <laughs> I just well. was I was I guess well I don't know what I was calling it, but I wasn't one there. Come on, Classy. Cause it was nothing but thottery happening, so Oh, so at Instagram. least from my friends. Sounds like today. Come on, I hate today. Have you seen my explore page? What do you mean? Oh, I hate your explore page. <laughs> it's so disgusting. It's still also thottery going on. Wow. Um, But I was speaking of thottery, swabbing it back to the, the Carters. I did wish they had a song that was a... Maybe not, but... I like a was, sexy song? Yeah. I don't want to imagine them having sex. Oh. Well, they got 50 kids, so... I mean, well, you know people don't believe that Beyonce really had them kids. Even though I do, for sure. That nose was big. And right. I, and that's how you know somebody Both had a baby. Both pregnancies, that nose stretched from here to Calabasas. I don't understand. <laughs> she didn't do that. Like, that's God. What do you mean? I mean, I, and I feel like when people talk about the whole thing of the folded stomach, I'm like, I'm pretty sure, as a celebrity, 
you are if you're pregnant, you're walking around, you're gonna have a padded thing or some type of whatever. Mm-hmm. So one, people don't know how pregnant you are, so they can't be tracking you. Mm-hmm. And two, it could be like a bulletproof thing. That's why I always thought it was. I'm about to crack because, because it probably it, was. Because if it was me, I would definitely have something on my stomach. I don't trust none of these crazy ass people if I'm a celebrity and I'm Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. I don't want none of and you know. People from the South don't like you touching their pregnant belly either. So if somebody try to touch her stomach, that could also be on top of her, you know? It was a lot to it. I always thought that they were just trying to make her look more pregnant than she was. Than she was. Because she was like, all of her outfits around that time were given big, even though she didn't have a gradual showing right. for the baby. So when it folded, I was just like, I knew it. But I didn't mean she not having the baby. I right. always thought she had the baby. Beyonce is too, I am woman, hear me roar. I'm so proud of myself as a woman, do 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 da 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 to and not want to go through childbirth. Yeah, let's say she's also very like, I like I can do everything. Exactly. I can do anything. So hey, that's album. hell hey. yeah, hell nah, hell nah, hell nah. That wow. was cute. I Music. really like that song. And when she be like, still in my Manolos, girl. Hey, hey. or seven one three, do it for the hustlers all across the world. Like hey, I'm sorry, still she dipping in my Lolos, girl. And all like Put it she... down for the seven one three, and we still got love for the streets. Yeah. So more of my story is from a Carter perspective. I'm gonna somehow get it. And then I'm going to take all of um, Jay-Z's lyrics off. The, uh, and then I'm going to repackage it as a new album that's called The Knowles. <laughs> because the album is... That's like when Tammy was like, I'm going to buy your store and I'm going to call it Tammy. Because <laughs> the fuck is a douce? <sighs> I'm... I'm, that's because she was saying it wrong first the fucking ball right I'm at odds with Tammy right now from a reality show perspective <laughs> okay but let's swap back to the Carters yes let's please because I will go on a whole tangent but yeah but that's my review I think this is like the best Beyonce album like oh that I've ever heard sonically the lyrics of hers that I did listen to best lyrically like I'm into it so Beyonce you are on my list on my up and up list, girl. Not up and up. We are still in the Manolos, girl. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. I'm she here. goes off on Friends, too. I think Friends is my favorite song. Was that the one where I was, like, screaming and then J.D. started rapping and I got sad? That was every song. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like that one, when she, when I particularly was talking about how good her voice sounded. Yes. Okay. Had to be. Ooh. That's the lowest that she sings on the album. Listen, for, I For the it. longest period of time. But that is also the song where Jay-Z kind of sheds light on how, and the reasons why he didn't show up at Kanye's. um, Oh, okay, recap that. So, basically, (laughs) because you wasn't paying attention, because you you told Jay-Z Every time he started talking, I'd be like, Jay-Z basically says, if I'm beefing with my wife, I ain't going to nobody's nothing. He oh, said, oh, I did hear him yeah, say that. But, yeah. I thought, but I thought he said, if I'm beefing with my wife, I'm not telling nobody nothing. No, he said, I'm oh. not going to nobody's nothing. Oh. He said that the house could be on fire. He going to stay in there and die, basically. Oh, I thought that he was, I thought he said he not going to tell nobody nothing. And that the, I'm going to stay in the house and die meant like, I'm going to like. Deal with it on his own yeah. in the house. No. He didn't, apparently he didn't show up at Kanye. That song is literally about Kanye. But he didn't show up at Kanye's wedding because that was in the midst of all this stuff. Because, you know, it's no time frame for real like that we know of as an audience member or like as a listener as to far as far as where they were and when they were going through that stuff. So from what I understand, Beyonce took Blue and was like on tour overseas and stuff. And Jay-Z was like in the house and they didn't 
as a conjunction go to the wedding because they Me was going and my through baby it. Gonna be all right. Yep. She hello. That's that's part of why I like the Carters because it culminates their two albums as back and forth and it ends the conversation. Not that I needed reconciliation from a music perspective, but I do like that they did it now that I got it. Mm-hmm. I wonder how Nas felt though because definitely came out the day after his album and they went number two. Nas I, not even in the top five. I doubt they even knew. Like I feel like they. I don't they, think they know nothing. I think they're really in their own world and don't know what be going on in yeah, real life. And like, I don't think it's shade. No, I don't either. Be, especially because I really believe Jay-Z when he says, or when it looks as though he's friends with people again. I don't think that he would even act I like... I don't think he's friends with anybody, but... Oh, right. I think that he gets... He he plays along and get along, but I don't think he's actually friends with anybody but Tata. Hmm. Did he mention Bleak and when he was naming all his friends? No. He didn't? Unless I just don't know Memphis Bleak's real name. <sighs> Let's look it up. <laughs> Steve Jobs gave me an iPhone so that I can know everything. Literally, I can know everything. That's all right. You're not gonna change the words. You just like give me my credit. Deal. Come on, the gay family. <sighs> I think that. Sorry, I get this fan. Y'all, it is hot. We're in the midst of a heat wave. She been walking around with her braids half done for like the last three days. Burning up. Ooh. My like burning up. Hey, happy belated birthday to Missy. Woohoo! Damn, it's hot. Boop, What's boop. up, Missy? I'm in up in the spot. <laughs> this little shimmy that you just did <laughs> in praise of Melissa. Love her. Anyways, so um, you want to start yelling? <sighs> yeah, I guess. I'm already tired, but... The world is upset. It's not even just me. The world is upset because Tiana Taylor has been being done dirty by pretty much everyone. I can't even, including herself, because I'm not going to take the blame away from her as well. But the mishandling of artists Mm -mm -mm. is just at full force right now, especially with the predicament from the Keep That Energy album that wasn't really a full album. Mm -mm -mm. I don't even, I'm I'm stressed because... Tiana Taylor's first album. Classic. Best album of 2014. Was a classic. We've been yelling about how it was the best album of 2014 since the inception of this show. And for people to just now be realizing that, that's one. Meaning that the team that she was under with Kanye, whoever was the A&R, whoever was doing whatever, just wasn't promoting her properly because she didn't get no shine off of that album. Even though Tiana Taylor keep a sold-out arena. Like, any any small venue, any big venue, like, anywhere that she is booked at, it's sold out. And she have a fan base that ranges from teeny boppers all the way up to our parents. Like, when they finally do hear the music, they be at her shows. And since she's kind of grown with us, from a celebrity perspective, because we knew her from Sweet 16, black people have ties to Tiana Taylor. White people didn't know about her till the Fade video, but if you know anything about pop culture, you know who Tiana Taylor is. Right. So, before the nose. Before. <laughs> I hope y'all heard that. But. The snowball picks up everything. So. Oh, does. So, like, I'm not even gonna have to edit her. <laughs> With that being said, just seeing her go from Sweet 16, taking it back to the hairline, taking it back even further than good music. I also want to say, Tiana Taylor really put um, natural hair weave on the match. On the match. Did. Because nobody was doing that before her. And everybody used to always think that that was her hair because she got nice hair. I, I don't think I've ever seen her real hair before, which is fine by me because I don't think <laughs> a lot of people have never seen my real hair and never will. So. <laughs> 
I just think that she's and been for consistent. And from my hair being blonde now. Oh my god! You wait. So scratch everything that I just said. <laughs> Stephanie really thinks that she was born blonde here. She thinks she married Jay Blige. I'm not. And Nene. I'm not. <laughs> so yeah. I've been back to TT. Huh, before I start TT tearing up. <laughs> I think that seeing what happened with her with that Google Me debacle and then being on Star Trek for all them fucking years and nothing ever happening with her career, for her to finally get a chance with another big like name at the time under good music, I was really excited for her. And then when her album came out, I was like, this album is bomb as shit. Like, one of the best at that time R&B albums to come out in a really long time. Because yeah. she was post the whispery, trappy, sing-songy yep. wave. Like, and, nothing and, against those girls because I listened EDM. to all of that too. And EDM. Like, she came out with a strict R&B album in the midst of everybody trying to be a fake Janae mm -hmm. or everybody trying to be a fake Khalees during the Flesh Tone era. So, album. Sorry, that really shook me. Her and Kelly Rowland was really supposed to be the black EDM girls. Were. But, ooh, Each Other by Kelly Rowland, a song. Mine is down for whatever. Oh, I like down for whatever too. I need to play you each other though because it oh, gave okay. me Studio 54, Donna Summer, mm -hmm, Coke Binge. Oh, like, oh, wow. okay, big right. <laughs> <laughs> It just gave me that time frame with a tribal beat, and I get into that. But the RB album that came out under seven was. I don't know, like, you had requests. You had Just Different. You just had different. Broken Hearted Girl. You had ma the singles, Maybe, Do Not Disturb, like... The R&B, R&B, uh, Dreams, Dreams, the name of the song. Dreams. Dreams of sleeping with an R&B chick, chick, chick. I heard your little boss about my cleavage. Dreams, Dream chick. Chick. don't waste my time. time. Become a nigga, come fly. Got a couple niggas on my line. line. Sing. That's what I'm saying. And that song had two versions. Oh! <laughs> Shouts I go find the other one on the two? Yeah, which, so wait, there is just, the only two, the only difference about the version is one, the production is different. Because oh. there was another song by this rapper, I can't remember his name, but the words was like, I'm not gonna mess it up, but it was a rap song that had the exact same beat as Dreams, and then she switched it for the album. Oh, cute. Because when it came out as a single, or like, this new unreleased track by Tiana Taylor, or whatever, it was one beat. When it came out on the album, it was different. Okay. But one of the best songs on there. Is. Which is saying a lot because every single song is a hit. Is. That stick like grits. Hmm. Wow. When can you fade? So, so much promise in this girl. You see how we going off about her and we haven't even gotten to the point yet. is on 20 at all times. And that's, okay, that's one of my gripes with the album that did come out. The unfinished album that we now know as Keep That and Same Energy. And it's never coming because she said it'll be done in a week and it's been over a week. It's now. been over a week. We probably not going to never get the, the finished, finalized, refurbished, clearanced version that we wanted. But I think that so sad. Kanye's whole good music thing this time around, I feel like he was presenting us with music that he thinks that the artists under his label should be making. Not necessarily the music what? that they should be making for themselves. Right. Cause, and the thing is... He's Andy Warholing them, and I don't right. like it. And the thing is with Kanye is I feel like people look at him as a genius, and so they aren't going to buck his authority. Yeah, and Tiana, without saying, saying that, said that. She was just like, I really trust... In the, in the Big Boy interview, she was like, I really trusted him, and I 
she probably was so excited that he was finally backing her. Right. For real, for real. Because she kind of was more hands-on with Seven, which this is he why I He wasn't around at all. He wasn't around I at all. Kanye should have kept that same energy <laughs> and just wasn't around this album because she told us in, like, January that the album was done. Yes. So that means that, and what I pulled from the, the uh, Big Boy interview was that he went back and did stuff. Because she was like, yeah, people were saying it was noisy and they were just kind of filling the hole so they took out stuff that I wanted in the original song. I also am starting to believe what our group chat was saying about how Kanye might have sabotaged her. Because how are you... How is your career built on samples hmm. and you can't get clearances of samples cleared Right. for the album? And you had three other albums out first that had... Equal amounts of samples on them, and those were fine. Hmm. So, hmm. it's just, it's make just, it make sense. with her being the only woman on the label, it's just like, we was waiting, like, oh. And the other thing is, what I was saying to you, that Muse asked that I say again on, on the cast, is that. Right, because we have to write stuff down. Kanye also doesn't understand Tiana's fans. And I think that when you understand fan bases, that's when you can do the rollouts that that fan base needs. Exactly. Tiana's fan base is regular girls, regular black girls, real hood black girls. Well, okay. Tiana's fan base is real hood black girls, hood adjacent black girls, and gay black men. Yeah. That's all she needs. Those three groups of people is not dick eaters. Them three types of people is not going to take any old thing from they fan, from the artists they like. Them three people are really critical of the art that comes out by people they like. They not just going to be like, oh, okay, we'll wait till Tiana. No, it's going to be like, give it, the, give it to us the first time because we busy. We all waiting for Brandy's album. So, <laughs> all three of them groups is waiting for Brandy's album. Like, we don't have time. We already put it in our schedule that Tiana was coming out on this date. It came out. It was a mess. We already done moved on. Kelly Price about to drive. We busy. <laughs> like, Kanye has Kanye has male fans. And male rap fans, I mean, and it's no shade. Are dick eaters. Are dick eaters. Like, they will do anything to, like, they will, they love Kanye. They're devoted to Kanye. Women not devoted to nobody, but they know, they know ladies. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I it's mean, like, we're not going to be okay with her giving us this half-assed album. It all just makes Kanye look bad to me. Because, yes, people have deemed him this creative genius. They put him up at this upper echelon of creativity. I get where that comes from, but that does not license him to now, I don't know, like take hold of every single thing that his artists do. Because when Tiana Taylor was in charge of her output, the music was bomb mm-hmm. and banging. And it was like, she could and perform it. And when it said it would. Uh, look. And she was also mad that she only able to have seven songs. She had to fight for eight songs. Uh, seven was like 15 songs. It was. But my whole thing is the type of artist that Tiana Taylor is, she can't even dance to none of these songs that's on this album. It's not a performance-driven album. She don't have no bops. If they ever did repackage it and it was going to come out, I would have expected at least six new songs. I would have expected at least better sequencing. I would have oh wanted the sampling to be in the correct places. I would have rather had Luke James on three-way than fucking Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. I would have just... It Ty Dolla been, Sign just sound like he the kind of man that like has sex with you and don't care like if you even are having fun. <sighs> Do I need to like move to New York or LA and just kick down all A&R doors? Because nobody's doing what we want them to. Nobody. Like, 
like it doesn't make any sense. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, uh. They couldn't even put Ro James on three way. You, you said Ro. I said I said Luke from uh, a vocals I, perspective, I, I, but I Ro like James Ro might have sold it. Because Ro is sexier to me. Even though, even though I have eyes, I I have ill feelings about three way the song. In general, I don't have a problem with threesomes. I think that you know whatever. Um, but I just feel like it just the way the song sounded just sounded like she was doing it because her dude wanted to, and I just feel like girls do a lot of stuff sexually so that they boyfriend won't lead them or cheat on them, and so yeah, then not no, you're not wrong. And Tiana, no, I mean. Somebody said that Tiana, because she's like the, was the industry virgin, oh, that yeah. she don't really know how to be sexy for real. And I was like trying to argue with them about it, but then in hindsight, I was like, maybe not, because even this like sexy songs on Seven, it was still kind of like. I disagree with it, that. It wasn't. I'm not saying I'm still not 100 percent on what that person said, but I think I can kind of see a little more because even like. On the sexy songs, like, please don't disturb. I feel like it w- it wasn't as sexy as if Sierra would have did it. Or Rihanna. Because them two are, like, sex pots. Are. But, I mean, seeing Tiana perform and move around the stage. Oh, she eats the performance she, of the songs. She, I was actually at the show where she was giving um, Iman the lap dance to, um, to... But that's what I'm saying. Like, even when she did that runway, like, she sells sex from a visual standpoint. So, I don't, I don't agree with her not being able to carry it because she was like the industry version for so long. I don't I think it's admirable of her to be the industry version because I loved it. They were knocking her door down trying to get in her box. Like the people were really out here to get her and she was like no. And I appreciate that she did that because it could have went a completely different way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love Tiana Taylor as a person. If that's if why I'm so mom, upset. I wouldn't be out here having no way like, oh, her well, her mother don't like play. Bust up in the place. Yeah, her mother don't play at all. Miss <laughs> Nikki is so nice, though. <laughs> she is. I tell you, the re- like, I was invested because, like, I knew Tiana Taylor a little bit, like, when I was in college. And she was one of the main people who cussed me out. She cussed me out like she was my sister or something. She cussed me out because I cut my hair my junior year of college. We had an event at Glam Bar across the street from um, 255 on Peter Street. If you don't know what that is because you're not from Atlanta, it's where... What's her name? Sierra work at on Love and Hip Hop. So it's her okay. shop. Oh. Well, she it's her shop now. It wasn't her shop then. It was something else. Oh. Okay. I, she was. Oh, oh, you mean it was something before? It called. It was called. It's called something else now. It's not the glam shop. It used to be called Glam Bar. Oh, well, then she called it Sierra's Glam Shop. Yeah, it wasn't called that when this party was there. But it was a party there, and I had already met her previously because um, Brian Patrick Davis used to take me to the studio with him. We used to be meeting people, and I was thirsty, so I was in there. And just like an intern or something, like, woo, famous. But then she saw me again, and my hair was short, and she, like, basically ran into me and smacked me in my head. Come on, she said, branding. You are failing into branding. So with that being said, me knowing her a little bit, I was just like, you have way too much potential to be letting them do this to you. And I put the onus on her a little bit too because she fell victim of Kanye's such a creative genius. I'm happy to be working with him. And she just let him knock her down Mm -hmm. because I don't know what coming back from this looks like. I think that she would benefit from being independent better than under good music. Yep. Cause they don't, they're they're like a boys club. They don't know how to deal with a female artist. And it's honestly they don't nothing know how wrong. They're gonna do with black women as black men. So yikes! Did I say anything? That's more? a whole nother conversation. Like, <laughs> I really be stressed out on this show because 
Stephanie and I really don't care what we say out of our mouth, but then sometimes I just be like, damn, she really said that. Yeah. But she don't be wrong, so I get right. it. Right. It, it's not no. <laughs> I mean, not no. Wow. It's a really sad state of affairs, and I think that a lot of um, artists just fall victim to bad... Um, just bad management. You know what I'm saying? Like, even thinking about, like, Tanashi, like... Oh, God. I don't... Not to keep bringing her up because we <laughs> love her, but it's just like, you know, RCA, just an awful label to think they've done to Jasmine Sullivan. Um, oh, the yeah. only reason Chris Brown is even able to really do anything is because he's already... He was already at a level mm-hmm. where... You know what I mean? RCA don't really do anything to cater to their new artists that are not white. Or Because... Her. I mean, but... Uh, her is different to me because... Her grew up in the industry, so she's not going to let them do anything crazy mm-hmm. to her. She kind of has a business mindset when it comes to her own stuff because she's been doing this shit since she was eight years old. But then what's Jazzy's excuse? Jazzy never had good management. It's always been her mom. <laughs> and I'm not even trying to be funny. And it's no shade, Miss Sullivan. Like, love you to death. You created uh, one of the best throats of all time to me. But uh, uh, I just, right. when... Tinashe's album came out. Two on did super well for her. They gave her the follow up, All Hands on Deck. Hit. After that, they basically was like, "All right, do what you want. We gotta get Zayn Malik out." And they that's had, exactly and they, what happened. And they had they had her next single is um uh, what's that song? Pretend. With? Yeah, pretend. Which I pretend like actually came before All Hands on Deck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But pretend is not a single. It no. should have been how many times with Future. That would have made the most sense. And because then Future wouldn't have to try. Bumbling to... right then. Right. And that song was just so fine. Like. It is. And she's an heiress to the wave of girls that dance down like Janet Jackson. So the Janet Jackson sample right. just made all the sense in the world. We don't have to do this. We talk about Tinashe every fucking episode. I get it. Look, she just she another one that's gonna have to go independent. That might be and it, the sad oh, thing man, is independent everybody. The sad thing you is see how it's working for Maya. Maya getting Grammys and everything off these independent baby albums. and keeping her young. You seen that face? Yep. You seen that body? She not she not stressed. <laughs> In the slightest. Another one that's benefited from being independent, even though I can't, I don't really care for her as a person. Don Richard. Oh, yeah. She's consistently putting out music, and she tops iTunes charts with most releases. Which is crazy. But she got that fan base. She did what she was supposed to do. Can't say not one song except for the Sandcastles, but oh, her God. fans, what? No, I get it. I just don't like that song. I could tell you other songs. I just don't. I don't appreciate that she tried to fake like she didn't steal Brandy voice. She's <laughs> Ursula Brandy's Little Mermaid. It's fine. <laughs> she still can never be, though. Oh, never. But you see, I said she was Ursula a witch. <laughs> A shapeshifter. Don Rashad looked different in every picture. Every deal. She changed her face weekly. I mean, pretty girl now, but who are you? I like the first news. I will never forgive her for basically stealing everything from Kalina as well. So, like, I can't, we can't you, do You're consistently odds. Yeah, it's fine. I like Don Rashad music, though, and I'm consistently odds with myself for that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, so are we done with Tiana? Is that what you, like, yeah, are we leaving all, it there? We're all sad. I just think so. Wrapping it up with a and putting a ribbon with a bow on it. Sing Mariah. Right. It should have been more songs, including bops, things that she can actually perform on tour and dance to with Ography of Thee because she's known as a dancer from your video, Kanye. Hmm. 
And for the people who didn't know that she could sing, I'm sure that they would like to see her do them both at the same time. Hmm. A performer. Hmm. That's one. It should have been sequenced to perfection because she's the queen of good music. She's the only girl. Mm-hmm. And she should have heard it before it was released. How about that? Like, get the girl who's on it to approve it, at least. Right. If I was an artist, first of all, it would be sickening. But if <laughs> I was an artist... I would, like, I would have left. Like, I would have, like, it would have been in my contract somewhere. Oh, if Kanye do some dumb shit, I'm out. Because no, you, he's a version. flight risk. He's a flight risk. Hence, the keep this keep that same energy album. There's no energy being kept. It's not an energetic right. album. There are songs that I like, yes, but they don't matter. It's not a song that's going to give her a new fan base. It's not a song that's going to, like, withhold the fan base that she got. Right. It's nothing to it. But to do it. And they didn't. Ooh. Is anybody else coming out of good music? They did Sci High Dirty too. And he was the main one going hard for Kanye. Scud. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming without coming out with anything. I think the Tiana was closing it. And now it's a chop on good music to me. Yeah. Um, I'm I, like Big Sean don't have to come up with a solo album. I'm waiting for twenty eighty eight part two. Run me my girl Janae. Uh who else is on that? Like two chains is fine. He's doing fine. Always going to do fine. Yeah, he don't really need good music. Yeah, I thought that it was it was nice that he was a member of, but he don't really need them. None of the artists on good music need good music. But people think that Kanye is the gateway to to be. I think that and that's, that's, that's 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 simply not true. Like I think that yes, the creativity is there, the talent is there, the gumption is there, all of the things. I get it. But he's also going through a mental breakdown that I don't want to be a part of. So and nobody should except for his wife. And but. she was trying to get out of that shit, too. He talked about that on his album. Oh, what happened? In the song, he just talks about how she was up, really upset with him for the Slavery is a Choice comment because... Wait, so he basically wrote, recorded that song a week before putting it out? You know, that that's that's why this album was on trend with everything good music. Kanye wants these albums to be like living, breathing vessels where he can just dibble-dab and thick-thick and change stuff at the last minute before putting it out or putting it out and then change stuff after the fact and it's like it doesn't work like that Tiana Taylor album is going to go triple stone it's not going to go anywhere you can't fix it and that's what's fucked up because she could have had a successful debut Mm -hmm. off of her sophomore album but it was the terrible twos Mm -hmm. I hated it and like I could I could she hated it she do and she was trying to be so politically correct in them interviews mm-hmm. when it's like girl just say that Kanye fucked up mm-hmm. just say that and say you let him take ownership for the fact that you mm-hmm. let him hmm. Sad. we love you TT we, we really really do and we still gonna go to the tour so. oh oh <laughs> I'll be there Tiana Shumpert I'm not saying that I'm not going but I just didn't think about it oh like I didn't think about them even doing a tour oh because what is she touring her old stuff. I wonder what Chris Brown had to say about the album. Why was Chris... We never gonna finish talking about this. Why was Christopher <laughs> Maurice Brown not on the album? Because Why y'all make Monica magic together. Why was Monica not on the album? <sighs> Tiana, we love you. Why are we lighting stuff up still? This first half of the show is sad and mean a little bit. I'm over it. Yeah, I think it's time for a break. I'm gonna go cry. I get loud when you put
put that pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. I wanna celebrate you right now, right now, right now. Got me standing for you all across town, cross town, cross town. I wanna celebrate you right now, right now, right now. Hey. I just sent a driver, he's on his way. No traffic on this time on Saturday I just let the situation popping by the highlight Walked in on a list, fuck a go sign Make sure that you're checking on your text Trying to hurry up and get my body out this dress Yeah, that's right, I'm stingy with my money and my own time But when it comes to you, I'm always on time I need some receipts Ooh. All the shit that you said you was gonna be doing to me last week Secrets that I'd really like to see if you could keep Damn boy, you remind me of my G I get loud when you put that pipe down Pipe down, pipe down I wanna celebrate you right now Did you know that all of our yelling and craziness is on Spotify? Well, guess what? It is <laughs> Every single episode the same app that has millions of your fave songs now also has a bunch of podcasts, a rack of them. On Spotify, you can listen to curated playlists, quality shows, and us. Duh, the fuck? All you have to do to subscribe to our show is search The Size. Hit that follow button and get every episode on the go, streamed right to you. Go now. You won't regret it. Let's get back to the show. We're gonna get to the size part. We love the size part, even though we be cracking up and we love like going off on people. At the heart of the show, we really just love talking about the things that we are like. excited about and right. we like. So, and all the artists that we about to name are not people who are squandering their talent and losing their fan base by being ridiculous people on the internet. So, bye, Nikki. Uh, I thought you said we were done going off on her. Sorry. Because the go-off sounds like it's still going on. <laughs> the giving gave out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but though. What we will be slicing today is the blue-eyed soul, which is a term I hate, actually. The white throats of gold. Yes, that's better. White people can sing. And I'm like, okay, so you know, people <laughs> be talking about all this, oh, I hate appropriation. It's really not appropriation. It's just white people that know how to sing. And like... If you're going to open your mouth, you need to be knowing how to sing. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to hear that. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, that was a real. Don't do that because the white gays love Britney Spears. Listen, I live for Britney, but mama is not a throat. Oh, no, she's not a singer. But I like, okay, so that's one thing that I like to distinguish. I think that you can appreciate music from people who can't sing if the music is good. Right. I'm obsessed with a lot of artists who I don't really think that they have vocal talent, but they're packaged well enough for me to like the music. I love Britney Spears. Love her. Um, I'm sorry, but Blackout is one of the greatest albums of like the early the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, like Blackout smacked me in the face. Yeah. And I didn't want to apologize. No, not at all. And I love that they kept Carrie Hilson's vocals on every song. Rich. Carrie Hilson is rich. And right. That's why she's not it. giving y'all an album yet because she's still spending that coin from Blackout. Hmm. Her and Danger Hands. What he producing? Danger in the club. Hey. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Hey. The beats. Hey. <laughs> that was an amazing time for music. Was. I thought that Timbaland was going to make a comeback from all of that, but it just... Oh. Mm. Well... <laughs> 
<laughs> on that note, I just want to say before anybody asks, before anybody start, you know, sending us tweets and emails, we're not going to be talking about Adele, and we're not going to be talking about <laughs> Sam Smith, um, and we're not going to be talking about Ed Sheeran. The throats are crusty and dry. <laughs> no. Y'all already no, know that she don't really fuck no. with them. We talking about real throat <laughs> on today's episode. On today, on tonight. I on like tonight, darling. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with liking her. I'm just saying she's not a throat. Okay, but she's only not a throat in the context of everybody that size at church sing like that. Right. She is a throat in the fact that she sings like shit. It's just not shocking to us. I mean. Oh. I'm in Azabek. So, <laughs> but let's. So, the last episode we talked about. Um, yeah, last episode we talked about like British people. So, let's kind of start with the Brits because something's in the water. Oh, Brit people literally. love a run. They love Brandy Norwood. She is their end all be all, as she should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm ignoring all of those three British people that you just brought up, <laughs> I want to uplift the name of James the Blade. Oh. The one and only. Wow. Well, I know how to sing better than everybody. Do. He, the thing is, he has Marsha Ambrosius, this shit is, tone. <laughs> he got, they got the same tone of the, like right. the yawn thing, but he don't got her weird, like. Goatee. Like, yeah. Her vibra- his vibrato is, he can control it. Yeah. Better Mar- than she does. Yeah. I love a Marsha Ambrosius, but she. I love her. I get why people be at odds with what she does from a vocal perspective. James Blake also is an amazing producer and composer. Is. And he really. He twinkles the key. Look, let's talk about it. I'm actually shocked that he doesn't do more for other artists. Yeah, he, I mean. People could benefit from his, his talent. I feel like he only really worked with Chance on that uh, remix of, um, Part mm-hmm. which I which Chance was not needed. And then, um. <laughs> And then he works with Beyonce. But other than that, he really don't work with nobody else. Yeah, the big names is what he gives, which I'm fine with because that Pray If You Catch Me, Pray You Catch Me, a song, an opener, an album opener. I meant to put that on my what album open, what opens albums the best thing. Somebody asked me about that on Twitter, and I was just like naming all these bomb-ass album openers, and that was one of them. Wow. That was the first song on Lemonade? Mm-hmm. Oh. She opens up the, the movie in the, like, that... It's like in the forest, the tumbleweeds, and like it's not the forest, but it's like a whole bunch of corn stalks, and she just in the you know she loved a corn stalk when she was running through them in um, deja vu. Produce, <laughs> not produce. I love produce. If we gonna stay in the British realm for starters, we have to pay homage to the late great Amy Winehouse. Uh, my girl. She really kicked down my door personally. With <laughs> Because that she kicked in, in that the door with that faux faux. Look, she said, you're never getting on my ride like two ships passing in the night hmm. in my bed. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Tell a story, Amy. Amy just was an old school jazz singer. Was. Just classic old school jazz in a way that she was able to make jazz music contemporary because he will never acknowledge her as a jazz artist, but and that's what have. she was. But that's also why, after she passed away, Tony Bennett like had rehashed a lot of her music with him on it. Mm. He loved to rehash some stuff because I like what he did with Gaga too. She might actually need to be on the Gaga, I mean, on the Gaga, on the docket. Oh, because Gaga sings, Gag is on the docket. Right. What are we talking about? So let's finish Sing with Gag. Amy first, though. 
Amy tapped into Mark Ronson as a producer in a way that nobody and else Salam has Remy. Been, and Salam Remy in a way that nobody else has been able to because Mark Ronson was the proponent of that jazzy like those percussive drum beats like it, nothing sounded like that at the time even though it was familiar mm-hmm. when they came out I think it was like 2005 2006 because mm-hmm. I remember working at Urban Outfitters and we had got Amy Winehouse's Back to Black as one of the soundtrack, and I used to work the cash rapper Urban Outfitters in Georgetown, so I was in charge of putting the music on every day. Amy Winehouse never left rotation. <laughs> never. See, that's the other thing too. Like I got on the Amy track with Back to Black, and then Had to the revisit. Holy Spirit said, Frank. <laughs> and I said, Oh, Holy Spirit, I heard you. And then I swabbed it back to Frank, and I heard Take the Box. Oh. And I was like, Oh. This is this is what wait, Amy is. Wait, it's a it's a song that I almost did a modern piece to, uh, or Amy's Frank album. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, take the box. Just took my box. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the point. Do what you came for. She did what she came for. Did, she did what she was supposed to and do. And it said that she not here no more. But Mama did what she needed to do. And it was done well. If y'all haven't checked out the documentary, Amy, I would suggest watching it. You're going to be crying the whole time. That's another thing I'll say about these white vocalists. They will put out a documentary that will put you in your feelings. Yeah, it was, it's sad. I actually need to fight a few people in her family. Dad <laughs> first. Um, Blake also needs to have a one-on-one with my fist. Mm-hmm. Um, people on her band. Everybody failed her. Um, Nas too. People don't want to hear the truth, but you can't be mad at it. I don't think they were as close as Nas be trying to make it like they are. I don't think that either, but I do think that there was a significant time where they were close enough for him to damage her. Mm. It don't take much. Mm. Well, we love you, girl. Yeah. Look down on us and the other white throats that we will be discussing (laughs) for the rest of this episode. (laughs) Also in Europe... Yukimi from Little Dragon. Oh I mean, God. to be fair, she's Japanese and white, but for the sake of the show, we just gonna call her white for now. Yeah. It's fine, Kim Kim. <laughs> love her. I love that she will always go on record and say her biggest influences are Brandy and Faith Evans. Look. Listen, she went to Slayana University. The resources. MLA format. <laughs> MLA format. I need the bibliography, Yukimi. Thank you so much. People be sleeping on Faith. Faith is the one, and then they wound up doing a song with Faith for their last album. Mm-hmm. And I know she was so happy because she was like, I love Faith so much. Me and my little sister went to go see them live at the 930 Club here. Come on, 930. I was dancing up and down the steps. Like, my little sister got me on candid camera. <laughs> you ain't know that. And she was like, you was really going off. This your favorite band? I was like, yes, it is. Little Dragon is my favorite band. Another Urban Outfitters exclusive. I bumped into so much new music working there mm. that I wasn't exposed to before. Yeah, because there's no way that stuff would have got to us no. any other way. Shout yeah. out to 2006. I don't even know how I got into Little Dragon, but I do know I heard twice for the first time. <gasps> and I had to listen to it twice to even really believe that it was a real song. And I go to anytime they come to New York, I try to see them. Their drummer is one of the best drummers I've of ever heard time. in my life. Yep. Um, I don't know what church records he listens to. What's the other thing? White artists that don't Especially live in the states, ones. they yep. do their homework. They do research on music in a way that we don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just like an American way. Like we don't, the bulk of us as a culture, don't cite or research 
what we should about the things that we're interested in, mm-hmm. which is why I said it on the last episode when I was going off about Wakanda Wackness and Black Panther, people don't be knowing what they like. So I'm glad <laughs> that they do that over there. It seems like something that they are really interested in. Like you said the other day that some um, Londoner you knew was talking about who was it? Some old record that I was like, I ain't heard his name in so long. Oh, I was saying how I was watching an interview with James Blake on YouTube, and he was like, yeah, I'm looking for some James Cleveland records. Like, what do you know about James Cleveland? That's like the type of shit that your father played for you in the car ride. <laughs> That's not nothing that you just going to know about. Your black father. Your black father. Right, right. So it's like they say, okay, I know that I want to make music, and I know in order to make good music, I need to be like doing my homework. And so that's for European artists, regardless of race, they really do their homework. Yeah, I think that they just know that black people invented everything. Uh. So they have to cite, and they have to like go back to the beginning of mm-hmm. if they want to be good. And they always be good, so I mean, they doing what they got to do. Every time. Say, I don't never be mad. Um, but Yukimi, Lil Dragon, that had an amazing run. All their albums are so good. Um, what's your favorite Lil Dragon? Album? Uh, so, okay, I got introduced to Lil Dragon from the Gorillas. Because, uh, again, at Urban Outfitters, we had them on the playlist. And Plastic Beach has a song called Alast. Oh, what is this song? It's my favorite song. It's, I can't remember the name of it, but it's featuring You Can Me. And when I found out that she was from Little Dragon, I was like, oh, I need to hear her voice on every single thing. Why? <laughs> I, was, I had so many questions after I heard her singing. I was just like, why hasn't she done a collaboration with Erica Badu? Is she black? Who is this girl? How can I meet her? Like, I just needed to know every single thing. And as a researcher, the boy went in the crates, and I started from top to bottom the discography of Little Dragon. A favorite album is really hard, because I don't know if you heard Duran do the cover of Anu. Oh, no. And I love Anu. He mixes it in with, like, Marvin's Room and a whole bunch of other songs. Oh, wait. Yeah. It's a moment. And it was actually Duran Bernard who told me what that song was. Because I was like, what song is that on this part of the YouTube video at the two minute and three second mark that you are singing? And he was like, oh, that's a new by Little Dragon. I was like, first of all, thank you for talking to me. Second of all, yes. And then I found out. Love Little Dragon. All the albums good. I'm not about to pick. That's hard. My favorite Little Dragon album is Ritual Union. There, I, I was about it. to say Ritual Union Ritual is, Union my, is favorite. my favorite. I'm done. When they, um, when I they, got two words. Ritual Union. Done. Ritual Union is the one. Like, okay, what's that song they have? Um, cause all I want is second to do it. Seconds. Seconds. Uh huh. Um, back when Sid the Kid was not making music with the internet, when she was just a DJ for Tyler, she was doing like mixes, and she has a mix of seconds. And really? that joint is talking. Oh, I need that. Everything. But my favorite song on that album was When I Go Out. When I Go Out. Woo! They said, who took heat, took the light from me and my shadow. Oh, oh, oh. The team of writers that you can be working with and like her own brain. Look. Sorry, I'm still resonating with me. <laughs> That's and they just be humming like. If you have never heard a Little Dragon song, please do your Googles. Little Dragon is my favorite band. Mm-hmm. My favorite band. Ooh, and remember when they did the was it the Boomer Rummer band and they had that song Pretty Girl Don't Get I love that song. Pretty Girl is definitely the hipster mascara from Dancing Sullivan. They be like, Pretty Girl, don't get stuck, child. That's and my favorite song on that album. Everything. Uh, I like all of their songs. Crystal Film off of Ritual mm-hmm. Union. Uh, Precious. Precious. 
did the remix with Drake. That's why I was going And they at. didn't know who Drake was. They were like, we don't know who he is, but he sounds great on the remix. Uh, they had an interview, and they were like, we don't know who he is. Another throat that we didn't even put on the docket, Kimbra. Oh, baby. The show is over. <laughs> Let's talk about Kimbra Latoya Johnson. <laughs> baby. So if you don't okay, know who Kimbra wait, 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 wait. Okay, so that, that's Europe. I think we're done with Europe. Yeah. Now we got to take it down under because the throat's down under. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nothing to say about Kimbra except for sing. Kimbra, I'm waving my finger really harshly. Sing. Kimbra Johnson is, and that's her actual name. Like, that is a black girl name. So oh, no, she's know. a black girl in a white girl body. <laughs> Kimbra Johnson, don't play. Don't. Remember like, when we see her at Roots Picnic? First of all, why are you at Roots Picnic? Because you black. Going off. Like. This is, a, she Australia, right? She's from, what else is down there? Something else is down there. New Zealand. I think she is New Zealand. She's from New Zealand. Yeah, I think she is from New Zealand. So, this how you know she was so good because she was singing songs that we didn't know and we yeah. were still going, going off. Going off. It was her new album. She only sang songs from the new yep. album. She left the stage without doing anything that I knew. Right. And I was still bopping. Not mad. Oh, please. Like. And she looked good. She dresses dude. down. She had that new, because her hair not usually long. She had that long lob uh-huh. with the bang. I was like. She Nicki Minaj, like, what's uh, happening? Uh, I was into it. I went to see her live. Um, it was in between the first and the... No, it might have been after the second album. Yeah, I think it was after the second album. I went to go see her live. And she had some boy in her band that played a tambourine like Albertina Walker. Like, <laughs> I couldn't deal. I was literally in, like, we were... It was a standing room kind of situation. And I'm literally hanging over the balcony, like... I just couldn't take no more. Like, Kimbra... I knew this was going to happen. We was going to keep thinking of names that we didn't mention when we was trying to prepare, but I have another one. That's Wait, I'm not done talking about Kimber. Oh, no, I know you're not. I'm just oh. ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I just want to uplift Come As You Are Ooh. Um, on the album. I want to uplift Wandering Limbs. Y'all have to watch the live. I might have to, like, do some something so y'all can see. Maybe... It might, out, get, it might it might we might have to do a segment on the man the muse. We might have to because y'all have to see this live version of her doing wandering limbs with this random dude named Sam who I thought I saw at a party and he said it wasn't him and I was like it's you sweetie sing to me this song. That's like Azealia Banks when she went to go get It's her. not me sis. It's not me. Sis it's not me. She was at the corner of 125th Analytics talking about uh oh they see me and it was like I know that's you Azealia. She was like it's not me sis. It's not. She was like I'm just trying to go my get the blue for this wig. My wig is pulling on. My wig is slipping. It's Azealia not me. Banks is a queen of comedy. She need to do a tour of stand-up. <laughs> Even if I'm the only person in the audience, I just want that from her. Her and Kaya should go on tour. Ooh, they probably would be friends. And they would be fighting right after. But oh, yeah, but then like- they're going to be friends after because that's what ghetto girls do. <laughs> yeah. I got that from my homegirl, Lizzie. She's like a big sister to me. She was like, no, me and my homegirl fight all the time, but that's my son. I would take a bullet for her. <laughs> but we fist fought last night. It's fine. Anyway, Hashtag so. Hashtag is fine. 
Kimbra, she has three albums out. I'm not going to lie to you. The one that she just put out this year, I didn't really deep dive into it because it's been so crazy with music. But her first two albums are so good. If, if any of y'all were, like, nervous about listening to her because of that terrible Gautier song, song. <laughs> don't let that block your blessing. Wait, but what that you is should a singing white lady is Chanel's version of that Gautier song. Chanel who? SNL. Chanel... Uh, D Wood's sister. Oh, mm-hmm. now you know a Chanel song I like. Substitute Lover. No, that's mine. <laughs> I love Substitute Lover. You're, you're going. <laughs> I was sorry. You like hotel? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you're ghetto. I got so excited. You Substitute did. Lover. Oh my god. Substitute Lover like... resonates with me. Ooh, Chanel got this song called Two Seconds Too Late" that I wish she would have sent to Carrie Hilson. It would have been everything in the prime of Carrie Hilson's career. Like, it was very, ugh. She got so many songs I like. That's a whole nother episode because I also like, um, it's too many to name. We'll have a Girls That Should Have Been episode. Oh, sorry. Because there's so many girls that should have been. Look, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Mm, That's okay. the name of it. Is. <laughs> um, so Don't yeah. steal it. Please. <laughs> Because we not like these other podcasts. We'll fight. Will. <laughs> and won't be your friend after. Ain't no reconciliation. <laughs> ever. If a bitch beefing with me, we gonna be forever. Hello. Call Ran down on that bitch two, three, ten times, bitch. <laughs> um, no shake, bitch. <laughs> stiff win. Stiff win. She said no stiff, bitch. While we're also down under, I want to uplift um, Napalm uh. from um, Hiatus Coyote. Let me tell you something. Everybody love Nakamura. That's not where the party start, stops. You have to clock in with Borderline to my Adams. <laughs> because I was borderline with my sanity the right. first time I heard this lady. <laughs> like, And then the way they sequenced the second album, Choose Your Weapon, it was... Breathing underwater and then uh, borderline with my Adams. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is anti-black because y'all trying to kill me. <laughs> and I'm a black person. Not anti-black. And there's one moment where she's doing a run in, um in uh, is it borderline or is it? It's one of them two songs. And she clocks into a Monica run and I literally fell off the bed. And it's you that, know, Monica think that she is the real Whitney Houston. I mean, <laughs> Brandy, don't say that. <laughs> Brandy, if you're listening to the show, we love you um, as well. Slayana University, have you paid your uh, uh, Sally Mae so Look, you can attend? <laughs> Navian is at your door. <laughs> Ugh. Napalm really shakes me because they kind of fall into the same lane as Little Dragon, but their music is still completely different. Right. And randomly, my little sister is a singer, and she put me on to Hiatus Coyote, like, not that long ago, honestly. So I'm still new as a fan of theirs. But that napalm don't play. And did you hear her solo EP that came out? Yep. And she Music. did some broken down hiatus coyote songs and she made the songs even richer than they already were. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just her and the guitar. I like them a lot. Love. Did you interview them? Oh I I did. I interviewed her for I interviewed her for MySpace. I love how we I both was, have MySpace ties. I was never on MySpace, but I used to write for MySpace. You didn't have a MySpace? Mm-mm. What was your two thousand six like? Um, 2006, I was a senior in college, sweetie. Oh, never mind. I was a senior in high school. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Um, so, swabbing back to our list and the people who not even on the list that we about to talk about because I keep thinking of new ones. Banks. 
Oh, because I fuck with myself more than anybody else. Look, a song, first of all, a slogan. Wow. <laughs> she dresses, she performs. She danced like a black girl on stage, too. Oh. Like, not in a choreographic kind of way, but she danced like she partying to all her songs like a black girl. Love it. I saw her live at Webster Hall. Killed it. Oh, my God. And it was right around. Oh, that's why I saw Kimbra at Webster Hall. R. First R. of all. Right, one RIP and two a uh, uh, fire hazard and like a danger zone because <laughs> Travis Scott performed there at like the the, Why the very would... like when he first started out maybe like rodeo kind of days. Why the would... floor was shaking? I'm sure, like literally. And I almost died in there too, more so because me and all our friends is about to jump. Um, Amanda Diva for ruining our night. Oh. My people do not resonate with Amanda. She Seals. don't resonate with me. She opened this went back when she was trying to be a rapper, and she opened up for Jay Davy, and it was it was daylight savings time, and the time went fucking backwards or some shit, and this bitch kept performing. So she performed for like an hour and a half. I'm dead. By the time we left the J. Davey concert, the sun was rising. <laughs> it was a ball. <laughs> and it was all because she extended her set because the time had moved around. Well, that's good because, you know, artists be fed up. And when the um, venue say no, they leave. Because I've Erica Badu has walked out on me twice. But it wasn't like, I get it. Because they was being petty at Chastain um, in Atlanta. So oh, Well, she going to be back there this year. So she right. had a toothpick. Okay, so back to <laughs> Banks. Fuck with myself. Gemini feed, mm-hmm. begging for thread, waiting mm-hmm. game, crowded places, drowning. Uh, like, music. She got songs. If she don't got nothing else, she got songs. And her visuals are always good, Warm always water. on point. One water, hit music. <laughs> like, y'all need to know who Banks is. Her real name was Allison Banks. I don't, I think that's her real name. Please clock into her. Give her your ducats. It's she also deserving. somebody named Jillian Rose Banks that always comes oh. up when I'm looking for bank stuff. And I don't know. I need who to, is she? I'm about to find out real quick. All right. <laughs> um, any Who else? Oh, um, since we're not uplifting the name of Sam Smith, we are uplifting the name of Sam, Sam Sparrow. Look. The party ain't stopped with black and gold. Yeah. Real quick. Banks' real name is Jillian Rose Banks. Oh, okay, cute. I, that's a very classy name, too. Right. Jillian Rose Banks. And she dresses. Dude. She honestly looked like a model. She looked good all the time. She looked like Cindy um, Cindy Crawford. daughter. Gaia. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Gaia is everything, or however yeah. you say her name. I think it's Gaia. Oh. Like the god, the goddess from Captain Planet. It's a reference that was going to go over your head, but, like, mm-hmm. somebody will know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. I do know they theme songs. It was everything. Was. You know I love a sing. So, <laughs> I'm going to never watch a show, but I'm going to watch that credit for the vocals. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's the hero. She was singing it. It was the, the muses from Hercules. Woo! Going to take a loser down to zero. I know that's right. <laughs> zero to uh, zero. A game plan. Look. Um... Who else? So, yeah, Sam Sparrow is so good. He has a video with him and Duran Bernard screaming. Like, don't literally put y'all sound on, like, the first two <laughs> levels. Because otherwise, every glass your ears, in your house is yep. going to break. They got a, they got a couple videos because they in um, Duran Carr. Oh, yeah, going off. Go off. Battling each other for a run. I love when artists do that. And they be like, ah, 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 ah. Literally, for, like, five minutes. It's Sam great. Sam Sparrow think that he is in Ebenezer Choir. <laughs> He do. I don't disagree. A though. soloist. I don't disagree. Every third Sunday. Love him. 
<laughs> love him. Who else is on our list? Our list was so long. Should we swap it to some elders before we keep going with some young young people? We can because we have to homage Tina Marie first and foremost. Ladanya, <laughs> um, the one. The girl in the picture, before there was Tina, there was none. The inspiration for Tiana. Do white people know who Tina Marie is? I hope so. I get the sense that white people don't know who she is. Like, just how I don't think white people know who John B. is. But white people know who Rick James is. But that don't mean they know who Tina Marie is. Because white people don't know fire and desire. They know give it to me, baby. Oh, fuck. That might be right. So, white, like... John B. and Tina Marie only exist to black people. Even if you never heard Fire and Desire outside of the episode of Martin with him and Gina singing to each other, you still (laughs) have to homage the vocals that that are happening. Let's talk about it. Martin is a show. Best show on TV since 94. He's like, Nicole, way I used to act. (laughs) (laughs) Martin is funny. And you know Gina can sing, so she busts through that door. (laughs) Sing. <laughs> Sing Tisha, cause you're still here. I'm, 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 I'm still here, here, here. I'm doing the choreography. Mama's nuts. I don't mind. But I love that she has her own cafe where she performs at in LA. I want to go. Nobody can throw her out because it's her own function. We have a list of things to do in LA. Who booking us a flight? Because Fly us out. we have to go to Taco Tuesday at Stevie Mackey House. Dude. And we got to go see Tisha scream at her audience <laughs> in her cafe, Exo Lounge. <laughs> I love her. Exo Lounge is such a ghetto DC name. That sounds like somewhere they have go go's at. They have Exos in every city. Dude, what do that mean? Kisses and hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Gossip girl. That's just like every black uh, every black city got a place called the Savoy. (laughs) Black people love a Savoy. What is that? Nothing. What do that word even mean? Or the chateau. Do y'all got a chateau in Philly? I don't think we have a chateau, but that don't mean we never had it. It's a chateau in DC and now it's called the Chateau Remix because it's got new ownership. I love the name Chateau. That's ghetto. To be fair. They be doing hand dancing competitions in there. (laughs) (laughs) Ghetto. I love it. Speaking of flying us out, I want to shout out um, a Twitter. I don't don't even know this guy, but we're Twitter friends now because he tweeted that that the site is the best podcast out. Look. And he lives in London. His name is, let me dig it up. Hey Tristan underscore. Hey Tristan. So like, please follow him. I went through his page underneath the covers at night. He one know day. good music. He know everything about music. He lives in London, so you know if you want us to come to London, just like Hey Tristan underscore does, fly us out. Look into it. We love you, Hey Tristan. I would love to do a meet and greet and like meet the fans and stuff. Our fans is literally our friends though. Oh, so I met him already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what say you listen to the sites. Can you like talk to us so we can know who y'all are? Because we swear only our friends be listening to the show. Like comment under the post whether you listening to it on SoundCloud. Rate the people on iTunes if you got the podcast app. We on Spotify now as well. So just do what you got to do to stay strong. <laughs> Bye. I stole that from um Soul Food. I know, and I ignored. <laughs> Soul um, Food is a film, and y'all will. Love oh, me Soul Food taught me life lessons. Like anytime I be having my little hand ragged, I be dying, like you know, drying my hands off when I cook, and I put it too close to the stove, I get scared. Oh, because remember the- that's how they burnt down um, mm-hmm. Big Mama House. Life I mean, lessons. And just from like a cheating perspective and like a family perspective, I am Terry. So not from fine. a cheating perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Family, fuck my husband. Wow. <laughs> Good night. Back, I want to swap it back. We're talking about Tina. I want to talk some classic Tina Marie songs. 
out on a limb. Wow. When she started crying at the end, I fell out on a limb. As I mean, but well. what song don't she cry at the end on? To be fair, and I also want to shout her out because she was one of the first people to put rapping on her song. Hello, the original Beyonce. Um, because Square Biz was bars. Look. And Square Biz also brought the word T to the community because at the end of the song, she'd be like, "I'm gonna hit you to the T," and then Rick James goes. What's the tea? <laughs> and she said, "Baby, you know that's me." <laughs> and, Look, and know the, your history. Read your manuals. <laughs> moan, moan fiercely. <laughs> so the way Rick James says, "What's the tea?" And then that's when all the children adopted it because uh, Square Biz came out in the '80s, and that's why when you're watching like Paris is Burning, people are talking about what's tea, mm-hmm. and that's why I also now everybody says like what's the tea and tea and all that, and they spell it T E A. No, I do it the old way. I'm an old queen. <laughs> What's tea? Old school. Pave the way. Hello. <laughs> for all the old, for the old gay children, we all know that is T, the letter T capitalized, not T. That's T-E-A. what the website What's the T was, so that's what I always thought it was at first, too. With the letter T, With right? The letter T. Exactly, that's what it was. And then straight girls with natural hair Shout took out to it. Tron. Who? Tron. He was the designer. Oh, oh hey, Tron. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, Natural Girls got to it. The ones that don't like appropriation, what well, they appropriated was the T and turned it into T-E-A. And now that's why I spelled the way well, it is. So y'all are disrespecting the legacy of LaDanya. <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. First and foremost. Let me hip you to the T. <laughs> I think that that's pop culture in general. And that's like reality TV's fault. Because... It's another conversation. It's always whenever we start talking about gay stuff, it's always another conversation. Is like how I don't believe in trade, like the whole, that whole thing. It's <laughs> you a whole... big big trade, want you back? <laughs> she said, "I got a new boy and a nigga trade back, 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 back." Drake is not playing with y'all from a bounce perspective. All right. Um, <laughs> I know we're talking about white people on the show, but Drake is not one of those. Huh. I'm done. I'm done. Um. What else? Oh, John B. Oh, do you have a favorite Tina Marie song before we go to Jonathan B? I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite Tina Marie song. I feel like the popular Tina Marie songs were my favorite just because it's, I had to go back. Like, mm-hmm. my family didn't play Tina as much as they played Sheila E. and Prince mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff. So I had to do research on the old stuff, and the, the popular stuff was my favorite, which is not even, like, a music head thing to say, but that's just what it is. But her popular songs were so good, and they're only popular in certain people. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You know what I mean? Like, I look at Tina, Tina Marie is niche. Yeah, she is. Just, like, I feel like in the 80s, early 90s, you had to be a certain type of person to listen to a Sade. Sade mm-hmm. is not an artist that everybody was listening to Thanks. back then. And I feel like Tina Marie kind of coined that first mm-hmm. because you had to know about a little bit of something else first before you was listening to her. So mm-hmm. you're right. Knowing her popular music in general means you know something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I love Tina Marie. Shaka Khan's my number one favorite singer, but Tina Marie is my number two favorite singer in the whole wide world. So, I get Lasagna, it. I love you. A good top two. Love you, love you, love you. I feel like if Tina Marie is the mother of the whole golden throat white vocalist thing, then Hall and Oates was the uncles. Definitely the uncles. Definitely the uncles. 
Um, Sarah's mouth put me in my feelings, and I still don't know what they're talking about. And see, what's crazy is, like, white people love, like, rich girl and songs like that. That's so weird. And then black people had their own set on uh-huh. of those songs that we love, like. I also really just respect and love artists that know music, and they not just an artist because they can make money off of a talent that they discovered that they had. Mm-hmm. Because... Daryl Hall has a TV show. I don't know whether it's a web series or if it actually comes on a channel. It be on YouTube. But it's a show that he has where he brings in new artists mm-hmm. and makes them do old songs with him. And his I drunk friends. And his drunk friends in his be, house. In his barn in the behind his house. They be going I love oh. that. So they, did you see when he had the whispers on there? He had the whispers on there. He had Donna Summer's daughter on there. Oh. Uh-huh. Because she's had, in that group. I can't remember the name of that group. But Donna Summer's, Donna Summer's daughter is a singer. Oh. She's like mixed, but she's a singer. She has a, a white husband, and they of have course. a group together. Nah, of course. I'm gonna put the name of it in the in the in the, in the credits. credits. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Daryl's house is it's called Daryl's house. house yeah. Live at Daryl's house, and that show was bomb. The Chromeo episode was good. Chromeo is everything. People sleep on them. They know music too. Do they really do? And I also want to shout out Home Notes because they represent for Philly, do. the hometown. They really were like the the last few people that really got to benefit from the Philadelphia sound, Gamble and Huff era of music. They can play instruments, perform bombs still. I saw them recently and they still perform like they're young. Like mm-hmm. they're engaging, throats are on point. The like, mics be on. The mics be on. Like I love, 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 love Hollow Notes. I feel so like much. If, if you was like black in the like late 70s, early 80s, and you only listen to black music, Hall & Oates was always slid in. Always. And Bobby Caldwell. Oh! So he's next. First of all, if you ever heard a song Sky is the Limit by mm-hmm. Notorious B.I.G. featuring 112, it samples a song called My Flame by Bobby Caldwell and Baby My Father play it every morning. <laughs> I love Bobby Caldwell. He really sing everything. From the beginning, you are my life. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I made a sacrifice. Huh. Sing, Bobby. He said, Oh, how long? How long have you been away? You're going off. Sing. Sing, Bobby. I love the Bob, the Robert Caldwell. Everything. Well, if you confuse who we're talking about, he's the one person that sings what you won't do for love. I know all y'all thought that was a black man, but it was nope. not. It was Bobby Caldwell. Bobby D. Caldwell. Do. Do for love. That was a white man, y'all. He tried everything, but you won't give up. But so many people said, have covered in the- my world, only you. That's when I fall out, because he goes off. Sing. Make it do for love. That's, that's a white what man, y'all. What you would not do. He said, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
Who's Michael Franks? Uh, Who's that? You don't know who Michael Franks is? Uh -uh. Michael Franks was like a... He was like a soulful singer, but he had music that was very like new wave and kind of trancy. But his voice didn't match it. And he had this song called When Sly Calls, and it's basically about this man who whenever he calls, it just made this woman do crazy stuff. And it was like, it would have this fast ass, like up-tempo dancey beat, but then it'll be like, boom, 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 when Sly calls, the clock strikes 10, when Sly calls. Ooh, I'm gonna play it for you when we die. I like that. It's over there, like my father got the CD. I love it. I love Michael Franks, but Michael McDonald reigns supreme. People don't know Michael Franks. On my own. Look. Him and Patty went off. One's supposed to be this way. <laughs> and then Why I keep forgetting. Way? One day I was like randomly like the the I could hear the, the melody for I keep forgetting. And then you know you start listening like saying the lyrics in your head. Them lyrics are like gut wrenching. Look. I keep forgetting. We not in love anymore. Ooh. I keep forgetting. Like that's like right. Uh, my face was screwed up, chopped and screwed. I now. keep forgetting. Mm, and oh my God, if y'all love Thundercat like I love Thundercat, or you don't know who Thundercat is, please listen to his album called Drunk because he has Music. a song on there with him, Michael McDonald, and Kenny Log Kelly Kenny Loggins. Another black man and a white person. Baby. Body. Them is some singing white men. For no reason. I, that's my favorite song on the album, too. Everything. Everything. I'm so glad that we got to see him live because I didn't think I was going to ever be able to go to a show that he was at. Who, Thundercat? Mm-hmm. Love him. His whole family do stuff that I leave. His family, all three. Uh, it's we, a lot. We need to have an episode about families. We do need fan, to have familial we are the Braxtons and you'll see that. And I also need to talk about Fantasia being cousins with Casey and JoJo. Like, family say, and Anthony David and Sean Stockman being cousins. Family. Family. I love family. The Hamiltons. Hamilton. Tones. Uh, <laughs> Tones. <laughs> um, who else is on our list for today? We're not going to ever finish this list because I'm about to swab it to Queen, the group. Oh, yeah. Freddie Mercury is not yes. necessarily white. Right. But his group But was. everybody thought he was white. They did. If y'all don't know, Baby's African. Is down. From Reunion Island where he, I want to visit so bad. I do too. Him, Freddie Mercury actually reminds me of Olivier. From without, Beaumont. Uh-huh, without the bad lip job. Not, oh my God. Not that they look alike, but they just look like they come it's from the same, the same tribe of Africa. Uh-huh. Very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen is one of my favorite bands as well. I got some of their music tatted on me. Come on, Lyric. I want to start back to Jonathan B. Look. Because John B is another one of those, like, people who nobody know was white. So I went to go see him in Harlem because he do summer stage in Harlem every year. And he was like... Really? Mm-hmm. Did and, we just say Freddie Mercury? Did we say his name or we just kept calling it Queen? No, you said Freddie Mercury. Okay, perfect. Just checking. And so, John B was like, you know, I just want to say thank y'all so much for supporting this white boy for 20 years. The crowd lost it. <laughs> Those elderly black women said, who white? <laughs> they was like, he just said he white. He white. <laughs> ah, you said he was white. They was who mad. said that? It who was like that? the episode of Housewives. Everybody was like, who said that? You said, who said that? They were fired up and ready to go. They were not able to handle that. You said that? That. Portia was confused. John B. was a white man, but. Maybe he gave us someone to love. I thought that everybody knew that John B. was white. No. People thought he was Spanish. People thought that he was babyface. And let me tell you, that song with them, Someone to Love, 
So you don't know unless you really train your ear. You can't tell who's, who's singing who? at what point. And I'm actually gonna play that on my ride to Broke Shella because <laughs> I Music. love that song. But remember when you know I be bashing Drake now. But when Drake used "Calling on Me," that sample for cameras. Ooh, Jesus! But that's Drake's best album, so I I get it where you like start and stop with him. <laughs> I get it. But. <laughs> And, like, I remember when we went to Soul Aquarius, I was in the car with Spree. Shout out to Spree. He put out his new single, Get Into It, Spree Wilson. Um, <laughs> uh, I had played Calling On You in the car. And he said, oh, what song is this? This new? I was like, baby, no. this came out in 2000. And he was like, it sounded like it just came out. And I was like, yes, timeless music. I feel like people only know They Don't Know by John B. Mm-hmm. But John B. got cuts. Don't stop. Baby, just you with me. Take a sip. Gotta get the hood with me. It's alright, it's alright. Give me if it's alright with you. Hit music. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is on our list? Somebody stole that. What? That's my way. Also by Usher. They stole that from John B. I'll do any and everything you want to make your girl say ooh ooh. That's John B. Uh, John B is everything. I'm sorry. Like, y'all had to watch his unsung. His unsung is amazing. The fact that he has an unsung. Because he's truly unsung. Unsung, the best show on TV. Y'all oh, need to get into it. That 702 episode took me clean They out. took that off demand before I could see it. It's on YouTube properly now. Oh, okay. I'll send you the link. Send me the link, yeah. But I saw, <laughs> I saw John B, Uncle Charlie, and Maze for Mother's Day two years ago. Baby, uh, a concert. Show. I would have been in the grass dancing because I know it was a lawn. No, they had it at the Atlantic City Pavilion. Oh. And it's like a 10,000 seat venue. And Jackie decided Stadium to Stadium status. Was. <laughs> and Jackie decided two days before that she wanted to go. So, of course, she was always in the ceiling. <laughs> but, baby... Jackie wore that show out. Y'all could have snuck And you know Maze from Philly. And so the drummer, the one that's like the Shilla E of the group, he started, he was like, yeah, you know, shout out to everybody from North Philly. And my mom started shouting out all the corners. I was like, <laughs> she was like, shout out to 18th and Tioga. Shout out. I'm like, girl, we are in the ceiling. Oh. Don't nobody hear you, girl. If y'all didn't know, Stephanie's whole family is celebrities in Philly. Um, so celebrities. When she be trying to go on me because uh, my family is like a local celebrity set, it's her too. <laughs> Don't do that to DC. When my you mom was like, no, you know, back in the day we used to have clubs. So like I was in the girls club that was all the girls that was from Tioga. <laughs> and he was in the club that was for all the guys that lived on Venango. <laughs> and we used to have parties at the hall. You raise money. I was like, girl. <laughs> You don't know him. Jackie is a Philly activist, and I love her. <laughs> I love her. She'd be like, okay, so dig this. Everything start with dig this. <laughs> Ooh, a co-host. <laughs> Ain't ever been on the cast for real, Ain't. but always in our hearts. <laughs> Speaking of hearts, um, I was going to say something about Holiday Heart. I love that movie. Oh, my God. We're supposed to be talking about white vocalists. Okay, so we can do that. Christopher so- Cross. Oh, yes, Christopher Cross. Uh, Take me away. Beautifully covered by NSYNC. Oh! Beautifully covered. Oh, because JC Chazé is on the docket. The mic is always on for JC. Let me tell y'all, if none of y'all have ever seen NSYNC, No Strings Attached, uh, HBO Special, please go do it. I got it on VHS. 
can you could come over. I got my VHS player. We could watch. I'm still so confused on how you've been able to like uphold a strong VCR. For it's this a VCR long. DVD mix. Yeah, but like I don't like those because if one part break, the rest of it don't work either. Oh well, the doll is still on. Uh, like those TVs that used to come with a, v- a VCR and a DVD attached. If the VCR part mess up, you can't watch DVDs either. Yeah, you can't. I know, but I like mine that. is still going strong. Thirty oh. years in the making. Look. Um, turn up. but if you need to come watch it, I will have look viewing party. <laughs> NSYNC, no strings attached, and that's when they do sailing, and it is. That's just my favorite so NSYNC album. Oh, beautiful! Oh, no strings attached, is everything. That's my favorite NSYNC album. Digital get down. Digital, digital, digital get, get down. down. Hey, this music on that album. Me. Everything. So yeah, I just want to uplift NSYNC, but the number one singer in NSYNC. We're not debating any of this. Please don't get in our mentions. It's J.C. Chazé. I mean, to be fair, I only know what Justin and J.C. sound like. Oh, really? I don't know what the other... Chris, way- Chris only singing falsetto. Lance is like... like he like Mike from NSYNC. Oh, I mean, from Boys, Boys to, to Men. And then, um, what's his name? Tony, Frank... Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. <laughs> he sounds. He looks like a soprano. I love that. And he sing like one. He sing, <laughs> he sing like he sing like a Bronx tale doo wop. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Dance I'm gonna have to like really get in. My ears wasn't doing what they do now back then. <laughs> well, we love JC, so we want to uplift him. He's been singing the 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 edges off of us all since Mickey Mouse Club. He's singing wigs on. Listen, and like Justin can sing. Don't get me wrong. Justin but can sing some, like shit. But there's something about Jay Z, JC, that is just like I think it's maybe his tone is just mm-hmm. so like Justin Timberlake still has this very like I'm in the transition of my um oh please what's it called when guys become puberty men, puberty because like sometimes white men that can sing of these times have this consistent puberty voice when they sing black if mm-hmm. that makes sense and justin has that i get that because bieber has that and i do think right. that justin bieber can sing baby justin bieber can all sing. that matters look oh oh is it really long and sing. but he has that i'm still going through puberty voice that company that, i think it's called company that la- whatever that last album cuts and when he was singing maria on um travis scott look speaking of maria Christina Maria Aguilera. I'm glad we got here. So thank you for coming. I, I really wanted to save her to the end because I have a lot to say about this my album love. that is out right now, and it's way bigger than Accelerate. It's Accelerate. way bigger. Yeah. Because like I do. <laughs> first of all, shout out to Golink, hometown hero. It was cute for him. I think that Golink is a special artist. Like I look I at him in a similar way. I have never heard anything of his outside of this song, but if this song is any indication. Everything. I stand. Yeah, I really like Golan. I stand. I think that a lot of people only know him for Crew, but he got songs with Jasmine Sullivan. He got songs with Maya. Like he know me. Oh wait, I do know that song with Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I, but I never listened to his part. I've just clocked into Jasmine's oh, run. But you know what I am because I am going to clock into Golink because he did what he needed to do on like I did. He came and he saw and he conquered. Can I just for a moment have a um a a, a, a spoken word? <laughs> Experience yes, please. for the Let's kids. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I need y'all to really hear the lyrics that, like, Christina Aguilera. Like, we thought that she on a stripped album was when Christina really came into herself, but now that she is knocking on 40, she has really come into herself with liberation. So, before you start, mm-hmm. Liberation is the title of the album, and y'all need to all go cop that disc because <laughs> look, a song because it's so good start to finish. I think that people don't know this about Christina Aguilera, but every era of hers 
is experimental. Mm-hmm. She only really got one album that I could do without. And that is, the, I think it's called Lotus. It's the album that came out before this one. Yeah, I forgot all about. See, because Bionic had cuts on Did, it. Did, and it the was, cover was on. Was. And Kalina wrote for her on that album. Cute. You know, I get into a Kalina set. But I'm going to let you go ahead. I just had to say that first. Well, that put 30 grapes in my mouth, so let me chew them hoes first. <laughs> <laughs> let me pull up the lyrics. Ooh, Elastic Love by Christina Aguilera featuring M.I.A. and M.I.A. produced the beat. Ooh, Music. I don't know that one. She was trying to get stretched like a rubber band that night. She said, Elastic Love, you fantastic love. It sounded like an 80s sock hop. I was into it. Um, Did they have <clears throat> but also the thing about Christine is that clearly every single song on this album, the black sounding ones were written for other people, but she gave them songs like Did. her delivery is what is the most Pipe? important part. Are we kidding? Ugh. First of all, pipes sound like pipes sound like something that any girl could sing right now. But Christina did it in a way that I was just like, oh, she's bad. Is she's bad, and you know, the other thing about Christina, she commits to an era. Uh huh. Every album that comes out, it's an era, and it's a look that go to it's a sound that go to it. Her her marketing is always so, 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 so on point. She's she doing gets this. it. She look good right now, too. And her doing this no makeup thing so my freckles can show is everything. But let me clock into my moment, <clears throat> like the incense. <clears throat> Let me make this simple for ya. Lay it out on the table for ya. In case you need a little reminder, I've been doing this way before ya. Boy, you already know my story. You were raised in all my glory. I don't need your little money. I can put you onto something. Stop talking and we can get along. We can Marvin Gaye and get it on where you want to be i've been before say no more boy you so much better when you don't speak if you don't get something get one thing you can't play me boy i'm out of your lead Y'all hear these snaps? Y'all snapping for me? Christina Aguilera, ladies and gentlemen. Christina did that. She was like, listen, be clear. Mama's been here. You already seen my rise to fame. (laughs) Sweetie. 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 Uh, That's one of the things I miss so much about when we was all at clock together because we used to all say the same stuff and it would be just so funny. Like, everybody used to be like, Sweetie. <laughs> Thanks to the California girls. But then Corey started saying sweet bitch. She's like, okay, <laughs> sweet, sweet bitch. bitch. <laughs> That's a wine brand. I know. <laughs> and I didn't know that until <laughs> I moved to New York. And me and Lizzie went to the liquor store to get wine for the house. And we seen that and we was like, we'll take 10 bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet <laughs> bitch. Because, you know, we all used to hang out. Everybody was saying the same shit. That's so funny. Corey be like, like, hey, Corey, you like, what's going on? Sweet, Sweet bitch. bitch. <laughs> funny. Everybody is so Corey, our funniest friend. Is, like, quietly. Um. Anybody else? Oh, my God. Yeba Smith. Yeba Smith. Her name blows me because her name was just Abby. Abby and she's doing what black people do, calling some James Samaj. That really is the worst name of all time. <laughs> okay, like, we're not going to go down that. Okay, sorry. It's just like heaven and Nevaeh hate it. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I have a story about a Nevaeh and I'm over it. I can't do it right now, <laughs> but we'll talk later. Look, let's chat later. Um, Abby Smith, a singer. 
that song Evergreen, Evergreen that got all of the singer community on Instagram doing covers. You know, you know how to sing when the singer community uplifts your song. It's no shame. Wait, what's the name of that Instagram? Because I want everybody to follow it. About is it? They, they have got, the range. They have the range. Please follow because everybody on there has the range. Look, if and they don't got of, nothing else, they got the range. And none of your faves are on there, and that's wow. the sad part about it. Wow, it's like a lot of unknowns. Is that's how I found that girl? And then like Cardazzle. a Kevin Price video. And then like a random Kelly. Kelly Price is never going to not be in a singing conversation. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Are, are we kidding? <laughs> um, also in the, in the Yeba lane. So there's this other chick, Toon Yards, who kind of has the same like chubby white girl give as Yeba, but she kind of lives in the um, experimental, hipstery, white, whatever. But she has a song called Power when you can really hear her sing like, Mama has vocal. Get into Tune Yards. The way she writes her name is annoying, but it's Tune, T-U-N-E dash Yards, Y-A-R-D-S. I know I got a lisp, so I had to spell it out. So understand what I'm saying. But get into her and Abby Smith. Chunky white girls sing. And, they, and it's not it's not Adele big girl can sing because they not that, you know what I mean? Right, they not that big. Like, I mean, but, but Adele is actually not that big no more either. Hashtag we, no more. Huh. But, um... But she's still, the voice is still there. The mic is on. Just like um, uh, Big Baptist, Jennifer Hudson, even uh. though she's literally four ounces, she still <laughs> sing like she's 400. She do. She sing like she the big girl at the Baptist church that everybody know her name. And that's why we call her Big Baptist. Right, Big Baptist. Big um, J-Hood. So <laughs> if you need a song to listen to of Yeba's, please go on YouTube. She did a So Far Sounds performance, and she sang this song called My Mind. Mm. Oh, my God, my mind mm. was blown. I was like, because mm. I knew she could sing. Like, I heard her sing before. I be on the Instagram or whatever. Yeah, I seen yin, her. Yin, yin around Instagram. Like, you could, like, yin, yin around the singer community because all of them niggas could sing. Like, I, okay, <laughs> duh, y'all can sing. I get it. But when I saw that, I was just like, why is this not in my iTunes? Like, the pain in her voice, like, that's something that really happened to her. You could tell. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even talk about it no more. Just go listen to it. It's called My Mind. She also has a video with her and PJ Morton. Look, everybody loves PJ Morton. And shout out to PJ Morton father that was singing Never Would Have Made It with my sis Leandria Johnson <laughs> at the celebrations of the gospel as they honored um, Marvin Sapp. Marvin Sapp. Yeah, I always Marvin mix Sapp. up Marvin Sapp. That's when he was in the audience and those gifs came yeah. out and he was praising. <laughs> Who? That was PJ Morton father and Leandria Johnson doing that. Singers. Who else? Anybody else on our watch list? The list, list was so full. long. We still haven't talked about JoJo. Oh my! Well, she we didn't do JoJo last because <laughs> we we her a lot on the show. I mean, as she deserves. Oh, she speaking deserves. of, we got to talk about Mac Ayers. <laughs> now you know this. He was pod- singing from the bottom of this sectional we sitting on. I'm about to say, y'all know this podcast is all about lower registers. <laughs> I need y'all to please listen to Mac Ayers. A-Y-E-R-S. He has a song called Show Me, and he starts the song literally from inside Jasmine Sullivan's vagina. It is <laughs> insane. <laughs> a deep place. <laughs> he is falling out, y'all. He's on the floor falling you out. You did not say... Uh, come on, the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Mac is everything. He's like 21, 22. He plays the piano. I told you, He's I amazing. let my mom listen to him. And she was like, who is this little boy? Mm-hmm. Anytime you driving somewhere and you play a song that your parents never heard from and they say something like that, it's good. Mm-hmm. He sings. My mom said he, he sing like he eat collard greens. 
<laughs> he's singing like he's eating collard greens while he's singing. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, the name of his um album is called um Drive Slow. Please crack into Mac Airs. He is amazing. He comes to your city, go see him and support that support the young people, the youth. Please do, because he deserves he's one of the newer golden white throats that I'm really into. Cause and it's not that many new people mm-hmm. that I've li- that I'm listening to. Um, I might just not be doing my due diligence because it's so much music out right now. It is. But I love the airs. Um, and we already talked about Charlotte Day Wilson. We just wanted to uplift her again. Mike tried to make her black a few episodes ago, but as a white lady, I thought if y'all if y'all want to have a good intro to her, she's actually on um, Daniel Caesar's Forty and album. Mm-hmm. Her voice is beautiful. She's like me and Lahav is like, she's great. Please clock into her. <laughs> um, I know that she's dead to everybody, but I mean, Sabrina Claudio, yeah. we can't deny the music. We can't deny the music. And, and I we, don't I mean, honestly don't think know. that she's dead to people. Like, she it got very, on the gram. It it's, got it's very quiet. quiet. It got very quiet. She's not quiet. releasing no new music. You know, Britney to give you a song every week. Do, did. She Probably did. will soon. That song with Khalid, uh, hate him. But that's a song, song. amazing song. That song came and went. Like, she ain't talk about it no more. Like She came up with two songs at the same time. Right, and it came and went because of everything that was going on via Twitter. But but I don't know if we want to call her white. So, I don't know. what. I mean, her dad looked black to me, but you can never know. She's just a problematic topic in general, so we could leave her in a different Okay, bucket. who else is on our list? We also have 98 Degrees. Singers, Nick Lachey sings, and y'all going to uplift this man. The white boys to men. <laughs> It's not, I mean, what what else would you call him? <laughs> Come on, white boys and men, just like Bonnie Bear and James Blake are the white TG Hello? They on the docket as well. Singers. Bonnie Bear is amazing. I wish he leaned more into his black voice. If you don't know much about Bonnie Bear, he is the soul singer on most new age, like post he graduation not a soul Kanye. He not but a soul on, singer. He not a soul singer, he but on like those. He like that on the black people songs. Right. His music sounds nothing like that at, at all. all. Like, you will be disappointed. Is, his music, his personal music is very like winter in Montana. Yeah, it's very I like, like, but I mean, I like it if I'm like, yeah, right. like I like it if I'm like going through some shit, but I'm not about to just bop to that. Right. He's the, I cross the line. I on Monster. Mm-hmm. He sings on Power by Kanye. He sings on all Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted mm-hmm. Fantasy songs. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't know who that was, it's him. A singer. A thought. Wow. Love him. A thought. With a K. Hello. Yeah. Every kiss begins with. <laughs> Every vocal ends with a K. <laughs> Not every kiss begins with K. A jewelry store. You wow. You falling out. I do. You funny. Out. <laughs> Not out. Out is funny. Is <laughs> we also have to talk about Celine Dion, a legendary Canadian throat of silk, <laughs> baby. Look, your fave wishes. I will never forget when she was singing with Destiny's Child and Beyonce hit that high note and she started shaking her hand. Oh. She was just like, "Ooh, Beyonce's up next." I don't know if we want to end with this person. Like, we probably gonna think of some more before the way. No, I know who we can end with. So. Next on the list is Carrie Underwood. Yes. Like. Before He Cheats is a song. Listen here. She deserved every American Idol performance. She deserved the award. She deserved the win. She deserved. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all want to hear some singing white people, please start listening to country 
music. They don't do nothing but sing. I think the country is the soundtrack to racism, but some of them <laughs> who are actual allies, they sing. Loretta Lynn, uh, 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 Dolly Parton, the Dixie Chicks sing better than everybody. Dude, oh my God, oh. sorry. <laughs> the dick, So, like, I only really get into certain country artists and Shania Twain. Come on, Naya. Carrie Underwood. Dixie Chicks are probably the top three of the countries that I'm into. <laughs> the countries. Because mm, yeah. I told you, it sounds, it just sounds like lynching. Like, oh, I, I don't no. like it. I don't. <laughs> it's not something that I'm accustomed to. Never uh, felt that. Never experienced that emotion. Like, I'm not ooh. interested. They tell really good stories, but sure I just do. don't think that they have my best interest at heart as a black man in America. I understand. See? I understand. Yeah. Um... But okay, so yeah, we can end with JoJo because no, oh yes, we can end with JoJo. But before we get to JoJo, we need to talk about Leah Labelle. God bless the day. Yes, please pour out some liquor for Leah Labelle. She drank Hennessy, I'm sure. Mm. Another she had a black husband, so for she sure. did another golden throat. She was also like friends with Carrie Hilson, so that means she could write because Carrie Hilson is a mean girl and don't really talk to nobody who's not as talented as her. Um, <laughs> I mean, would you? <laughs> Carrie Hilson is everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Leah LaBelle was a contestant on American Idol, I want to say the second season, but she didn't get far. Didn't get far. Um, <laughs> she should have, though, because she really, really, really sang. She did a cover of it I Have It wouldn't have nothing. mattered because Ruben would have knocked her ass out. Fair, but I mean, whatever. She had a cover of I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston that really, like, Whereas I got on her train then and there. I was like, oh, this is my stop. I'm just going to, you know, get on. I'll be here for, you know, to the end of the line. And that was what made me be like, oh, she can really sing. Because can't nobody sing a Whitney song. Mm -mm. Like, literally can't nobody sing a Whitney song. And she covered it, and I loved it. And then, like, later on down the line, like, when I got further into music, she did covers of everybody's, like, song that I liked. She did In Love With Another Man by Jasmine mm -hmm. Sullivan. She did Ready for Love by Andy Ari. Her version of Ready for Love by Andy Ari really made me be like, oh, white people can do whatever they want. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, she got it. Because, like, Andy Ari is another thought that is untouchable to me. Y'all have to start talking about Andy Ari's vocals more. Andy Ari is late Tisha Campbell. But <laughs> she sing better than everybody else. <laughs> what? I'm dead ass. I'm not playing. That wasn't even a joke. Ooh. I also want to uplift her while we about to end it with JoJo. Her and JoJo screaming at the end of Freak by Pharrell. Oh, my God. If you didn't know who the voices were at the end of that song on the Girl album, it's JoJo and Leah LaBelle. They were also friends. I know that JoJo was torn yeah, up when Leah was. passed away. Mm-hmm. And you never know. She had a song with Pharrell, too, that Sexify Me song. It wasn't a hit. It. it wasn't a hit. And it didn't do anything for her vocal showcase. But oh. she can sing. Like, she could really mm -hmm. sing. Do your Googles and, like, go tap into some old vintage YouTube clips of Leah LaBelle and get it twalking. Because she was a, a force to be reckoned with from a white girl who sing black perspective. <laughs> and everybody, please stop texting and driving, drinking and driving, because her and her husband got killed in a car crash. Yeah. So, please, y'all... It's not worth it. No, it's not. And she was about to be the next. She was about to be the Tori Kelly before Tori Kelly. Was even though Tori Kelly is black. Is. <laughs> if y'all didn't know, Tori Kelly is. It's black. really just Tori Kelly. The only reason Tori Kelly not on the list is because Tori Kelly, because she should be. But Tori Kelly is um, Puerto Rican and Jamaican at the same time. 
So right. black, real black, actually. But somehow looks like a pure white woman. I think so it's partially because of the wig. That's not her real hair? I think her real hair looked like that. I was trying to be funny, but oh, okay. I do think that that's a wig. That shook my table. So speaking of Tori Kelly real quick while we're here, and speaking of like blue-eyed soul, if that's a thing, these tributes that BET be doing, when they do channel the people, they got to stop channeling the same old people. Right. Because at one, one year, they got Tori Kelly, and I was really happy for them. I was like, yes, get new artists. Get people who sing like it's shit, Stevie and we good. don't know. And she did the shit out of that. I can't remember who the tribute was for. Was it Stevie Wonder? No. it was. I'm blanking, but it wasn't Stevie. Was it Babyface? No, it wasn't Babyface. Oh. I think it was definitely a man. Babyface actually hasn't had a BET one. He had the Soul Train one. Oh, I be mixing it up because Soul Train come on BET. Yeah. He only wanted Fantasia there, and he said that. He was a like, lot of people only want Fantasia in general. <laughs> <laughs> but. I get it. Just update the list of people that you are channeling for these tributes, because as vocally astute as Lettucey is, she ain't everybody tribute. Right. As vocally astute as Marsha Ambrosius is, she ain't everybody tribute. This Anita Baker tribute that just passed to the BET Awards deserves so much, so much more than just Yolanda Adams because Yolanda Adams did that, and I still wanted her to be my ender. But we could have got Brandy, we could have got Tony Braxton, we could have got Layla Hathaway, we could have got anybody else. And we could have got JoJo because JoJo's cover of Rapture is beautiful. Let's talk about it. People on the Twitter were screaming about JoJo yeah. doing it, and I was like, if they pull JoJo out the woodworks by her eyebrow ring and get her <laughs> on that stage. I will jump through the screen and be a backup dancer immediately. Like, <laughs> woo, JoJo, get rid of that ring, girl. No, I'm okay with her having. I it. love her, but it's giving like white stud that only date. I mean, white stud that only date like black stripper girls. I get it, but if Left Out was still alive, I would want her to have hers too. It's different, is it? It is, because she an auntie, and like auntie had a signature style that makes them famous. J Bye, Jojo's Camille. <laughs> a legend. Howard's finest. <laughs> the real H.U. You know. <laughs> Swabbing it back to Joanna. A singer. Her last album shifted my table in a way that I don't understand why other people are not talking about it. We, right. we didn't uplifted the name of Edibles on every episode since every this podcast one, started. As it should be. And I, you're always going to get it. Again. again and, and again. And again. And again. again. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned, y'all. That last part was not planned. I'm dead. <laughs> I literally have been doing the same exact stuff as my friends all week, and it's starting to scare me. Woo, twins. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, speaking of covers, because JoJo went on a tour where she did all her unreleased songs, her covers. And like mixtape songs. Right. And one of my favorite JoJo covers is when she did Whenever You're Around by Jill Scott. Let's talk about it. She said, I've been talking to this man. Sitting at her mom's kitchen table, okay? Video grainy because she filmed it on the Nokia phone. Shut up. It was grainy bootism like 2010. It, was it did. Old. It looked like iChat. Let me tell you something. Vocal. The mic wasn't there, but it was on in spirit. I knew I was going to like JoJo when she did her MTV Cribs and her whole family lived with her. I knew already <laughs> then that, like, aside from the vocals, you're my kind of girl. Like, I'm really into you. And she do covers like no other. Even, I didn't expect to like this because I'd, like, want people to leave Aaliyah stuff alone a little bit. Her Rock the Boat cover was everything. You know who else has the best Rock the Boat cover? Sam Sparrow. Singers. 
His rock and roll cover is Insanity Kane. <laughs> a group. Hello? Singers. Wow. I could talk about JoJo forever. I really am sad that the DC show was filled with um, church ladies and gays because <laughs> them the only people who listen to JoJo. Those are, those are the only fans that JoJo got. And they all booked, got them tickets right together because I could not get one. I was over it. Sold out. And that's the thing. When people can really sing, even though people say, oh, she not famous or JoJo album ain't do nothing. She went on tour and that thing sold out. Did. Where's your tour? Hello. Where's that Where's that stage you book you speak of? Good luck booking that stage that you speak of, CC. Thanks for saying it right because I couldn't get it together. No, it's fine. I'm glad that they have like squashed that because they they are like five. Are. They only five girls we got. Yeah. People are at odds with us thinking that Sierra is five, but she is. I'm sorry, but and I know this is not about Sierra, at but all. we can have, definitely have a Sierra episode. Look. Outside of Jackie, Sierra has one of the best discographies of all time. And no one can talk to me about that. <laughs> Not none of you. Because nobody has the Carfax. Like my little list of Carfax. Like, your fave does not have a Sierra to the stage. <laughs> your fave does not have what he wants for dinner. What's for dinner is a cut. Your fave don't have, um, I got it. Your fave doesn't have Tell Me What Your Name Is. Hello? Your fave doesn't have, like, a surgeon. Hello? First of all, people, like, really shat on the name of Fantasy Ride because of that terrible album cover. But Fantasy Ride was heat. Fantasy Ride might be a contender for my favorite Sierra album. I mean, same between that and Sierra. The only misstep that Sierra took with the rollout of Fantasy Ride was that was during her Kardashian era where she wanted to be a socialite uh, more than an artist. And they put Love, Sex, and Magic out because it had Justin on it. But I still love that song. Oh, it's and a song. And the video was everything. It's a song and the video was everything, but that shouldn't have been a single. Mm. Like a Surgeon should have been a single. Everything. Like a it's not about Sierra. It's Nobody not. Get emotional. It's not. It's not. Yeah, she like palmed you know, her your face. Your face never got it super turned up, so. Ooh, the Sierra self-titled sophomore. Ugh, so soft. My, my Everything. DUI, written by Elijah Blake. Ooh, in the middle of the highway. Me Look. and my babe. Or Kelly on the radio. DUI is one of my favorite Sierra songs of all time. Uh, same. And also, Sierra wrote You Got Me Waiting for Fantasia. I did not know that. Go back and listen to it sound just like a Sierra song. Sierra wrote that for Fantasia. Oh my God. You got me waiting. You got me waiting. Hey. Hey. But Lover's to, dream. But it sounds just like a Sierra song when it you does. listen to it. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not about Sierra though. It's not. We can go Everything is about Sierra, but we're not yeah. about, it's not about Sierra today. I'm glad she's living her life and it's fine. Uh, Russell, please invite me to the bedroom. Three ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. <laughs> Who else can we uplift? Are we really ending on JoJo? She we, deserves. Yeah, just, JoJo is the she is the heir to Tina Marie's legacy. No, she is. And needs to be addressed and appreciated as such. <laughs> so basically, moral of the story is, y'all. It's Every, not appropriation. It's white not appropriation. Sing. Everyone should be able to know how to sing. Singing is not having a golden throat is not only given to black people. Other people can have the gift of sing. And the other reason why the whole appropriation thing is a lie and a scam is that we listed maybe like twenty artists. The ones that whose names y'all did know. 
they got famous on the backs of white people. And the white artist names y'all didn't know because white people don't know who they even are. That's so true. So for all the people who be like, oh, uh, mainstream only wants to hear black voices coming out of white artists. If that That's was not true. If that was true, Yeva Smith would be famous. If that was true, Matt Ayers would be famous. If that was true, JoJo would be famous. It's not about people not wanting to see white not wanting to see black people sing R&B. That's not what it is. People just don't care about R&B. Yeah. And that's just what a T.I. is. It's the genre. It's the it's genre. It's not the people. Because... The White Bruno... people don't even know who Tina Marie is, and she sing blacker than black people. <laughs> if singing black is a thing, she sing blacker than black people. Right. Like, mm, you're right, though, because there's countless people on this... Even the people that are in bands that are famous in their own respective lanes, black people don't know who they are. Because R&B don't matter. Right. Exactly. Like, most black people don't know who Yukimi is from Little Dragon. Nope. And she sing like a black girl. She, she should be on every Erica Badu album. Should. She thinks she Yazara. But. <laughs> a voice. Look. A Duke Ellington graduate. I always find a way to slide one you in. Do. <laughs> you need to make the yearbook. The alumni manual. A job. Let me add it to my resume. You should, you should call Tia and be like, Tia, let me do a book of all the Duke Ellison graduates that got soaks. Ooh, and dance skills. Call, t- call Tia. I got her number in my phone. I'll do it. You know, I love Tia. Yeah. Hey, Tia. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tia, listen to the show. She probably don't. I'm about to be like, uh-uh, Tia Powell. <laughs> Support the daughter. We need to make her listen to the show. Support your daughter. But yeah, that that statement about America or like the world or whoever the fuck wanting to see black music on a white face is wrong. Because even the white people who sing like that struggle. Christina Bang. Aguilera is one of the, I guess you could say, legends of that type of thing at this point. But that's only because she came in the game singing pop, like what a girl wants. Kind right. Of, if she would have came in the, in the game doing songs like Loving Me For Me. Christina Aguilera would have never or even hurt, famous. or even fighter, or hurt. even um walk away. Ooh, I'm still stuck on hurt because you said that, and now I'm hurt because. <laughs> but that what I what I was saying by bringing her up is when she shifts into other lanes that are not that pop diaspora, she gets ridiculed and she doesn't get the same accolades that she did for doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's not really. The face is the type of music. Like, Yeba sing better than everybody, but she's an Instagram singer. Mm-hmm. If you want to call a spade a spade, mm-hmm. like, she's and a... And she ain't got not one white follower. Don't. She's got the singer community backing her, and she can't... She not putting out anything that is a hit because mm-hmm. people just don't care about that type of music. And Mama sings better than everybody. So, I mean... I wish that Stephanie Mills wouldn't have said that. Like, I understand how older people think, but it's more to it than that. It is. And anybody that says that, everybody from Stephanie Mills on down to the grapevine, on down to y'all little friends on Twitter, it's not true. Please stop telling lies. Because it's not. It's what not. y'all need to do in the meantime is download music from every single person we said today on the show. Because yes. they are great artists that deserve support that aren't getting no support. Ooh, it's even more, too, because we didn't talk about Travis Garland. <sighs> I'm gonna have They'll to be on the, the playlist. playlist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because every we didn't talk about on the, on the British episode, I just put them on the playlist. Yeah. So, you know. That playlist is the one. And yeah, again, y'all, we're not making a playlist for our health because we already know the beats. But we're, <laughs> trying to share, we're trying to share the wealth. So please, please, please make sure y'all go to our SoundCloud and check out our yes. um, playlist. 
just to kind of get you a start on all the people who we're talking about, who names you might not be familiar with, but you want to get into, and you don't know really where to start, start at our playlist. Right. We're streaming on all platforms, but the playlist exists in adjacent to each episode on SoundCloud. So, yeah. How did that get in my hair? I don't know. You was in your feelings, and I think it just flew in your hair. It was a grape twig in my hair. That's trash. (laughs) But with that, thank y'all so much for checking out another episode of The Size. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. Set me free